<laughs> Dave, why you smiling like that, man? <laughs> why you smiling like that, dog? Hey, man, I need I need me some CBD to relax because this has been a long, stressful, long, stressful. Uh, I got I got I got this instead. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Do what you whatever your advice is. You got to do what you got to do. All right. Um, but I might definitely might be pulling out the gunshots. I'm ready, locked and loaded. Uh, and it, it's going to be a lot to talk about today. Listen, we 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 went off the rails a little bit yesterday. We we uh, you know we it, it was frustrating to go out the way we did yesterday. Uh, it was it was frustrating to lose like that in that manner. Um, and you know we we pissed off, bro. We was pissed off. So. Now we've had a day to kind of come back, gather our thoughts, look at these numbers, and we might get pissed off even more. We don't even. I just feel my bear, so I know you. You know how I feel about it. Yeah, we we you never know what's gonna happen. So get your, get your popcorn ready. Uh, it's it's gonna be a fun one. Uh, and uh, and Dave, you might get healed, Dave. You never know what's gonna happen, man. So stay tuned. Uh, but before we get into this, man, we know how your Sunday was. How was the rest of the weekend, Dave? pretty good man you know what you know today was a today is a holiday i had the day off of work i got the day off tomorrow tomorrow's my birthday so it's just pretty chill chill peaceful that's all you can do um it's been metroid dread weekend so i've been playing a lot of metroid dread um that's been my focus i finished it off this morning so pretty good no complaints what about you man yeah man i ain't do nothing man i was chilling watching college football all weekend uh, I didn't do much at all, man. Ben, I hit a couple parlays on, on some betting uh, on, on college college football, so that was that was good. Um, outside of that, man, this is I've been chilling, bro. I've been chilling. Watched, went to the game on Sunday. Uh, I felt like I was in Philly, uh, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, but let's go ahead and get into this, man, because uh, we don't need to waste no more time. It's a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. Uh, man, where do we where do we start? We got to start with the Patreon members, man. Shout out to all the Patreon members. Uh, be positive. Y'all, y'all, the, y'all the real envy. We're going to try to be positive, man. We're going to try to be positive. Um, well, we start on a positive note because our Patreon supports the channel. And we really appreciate it. Facts. We really appreciate y'all. Um, and Hey, listen, I was I was working on the breakdown, the film breakdown I owe y'all for the, uh, the, the Cowboys game, but it was really glitchy in the All-22. They, the NFL has really screwed up. Uh, the all 22. I don't know if, if y'all having a game pass, but it's, it's really janky. Uh, and I, I tried to put it together and the shit was, it, it was real janky. So I'm going to try again this week. Uh, we'll, we'll break down probably what the hell went wrong with the interceptions. Um, but anyway, shout out to all the Patreon members, man. Y'all the real MVPs. Appreciate all the support all, from all the free agents. It's a lot of y'all, man. I think we had another new one sign up. I didn't update him yet, but shout out to him for, for sign, signing up. Um, I don't know why it's there, but shout out to all the franchise players, man. Y'all, Jared, all y'all, man. Appreciate all y'all support. Ace, Burns, Charles, D'Angelo, Darius, Eddie, uh, Will, John, Adam, Blue Seltzer, Bradley. Appreciate all y'all support, all right? Uh, and then the most valuable players. Appreciate y'all, man. Tyree, Aiden Watt, T. Sween, Noli, BS, Matthew, Austin, Ruben, Jay Hudge, Charlton, RJ, Marcus, Coach P, Austin B, and uh and Antoine, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all support for real means a lot. Um, but all right, let's uh let's 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 move on. Uh injury updates. We don't got no real injury updates. Uh I think we got out the game pretty scot-free from an injury standpoint. 
uh, according to, to um, Matt Rule, um, Christian McCaffrey's going. They're going to update us on Christian McCaffrey's uh, status on Wednesday. He did practice all last week, but they held him out, and uh, it, it kind of is what it is with that. But hopefully, we will see Christian McCaffrey on Sunday. I think all signs point to Christian McCaffrey playing on Sunday. So if, if there's no setbacks, barring any setbacks, um, he should be good to go. Uh, and Shaq Thompson, I haven't heard anything about Shaq. I expect him to be out another couple weeks or so, or another another week at least. Not a couple weeks because they put they didn't IR him. So uh, I expect him maybe another week and he'll be back. But we did look pretty darn good without Shaq yesterday. I got to admit, uh, defense held their own. So well, it depends um, on who you ask. Well, true. That's true. We'll hold that thought, Dave. Oh yeah, no, I'm just hold that thought. I got you. Hold that. Hold that thought. Uh, But um, all right. So injury updates. That's it. Roster moves. We ended up waving Rodney Smith. Uh, that was a guy that did get some playing time yesterday. I saw him out there, uh, but this to me signals that uh, CMC is going to come back uh, and he's going to be ready to go on Sunday. So that's all that's I mean, you got Royce Freeman, you got uh, you got Chuba, Ronnie. I mean, I feel like I think he might Andy make it acted, back to the squad. He might make it back to the squad. I don't know because he. I think he played in three games, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So he was on the active roster. So that means you got to promote him. Uh, and at that point, you had to make a decision. I could be wrong on the timing on that, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I think he was working on his third game uh, play. And so that could be a problem. It could be an issue as to why uh, they did not bring him back. But Coach, they asked him about it, and he said we just moved on. So um, it is what it is with that. So um, shout out to Rodney. Uh, he was solid player. He was he was solid last year. Between him and Trenton Cannon, both of those dudes uh, – did, did a decent job when Christian McCaffrey went down last year. So uh, I think he'll find a job somewhere else. He's a good, good uh, receiver out the backfield too. So um, that being said, uh, no more roster moves. Let's move on. Dave, we got to get into this right here. We got to get into this before we even talk about the game. We got to talk about this post. Well, excuse me. This is not the post game. This is the, the Monday presser. This is the presser from today that we're specifically going to discuss because there was a lot, around this especially floating on twitter there was a lot of you know comments and some of the things that he said and didn't say they i'm gonna pass it to you what was your first thoughts on well i guess what was your biggest takeaway on, on what matt rule said he tried to shape it as team and that's cool and all but he wasn't really trying to do that last year um, you know, he seems to not understand what happened in the third quarter. Um, he seemed to, he knew, he heard about what happened with Robbie. He hasn't talked to Robbie Anderson since the whole incident during the game. We'll probably talk about that a little bit later. Um, he, he blamed the defense numerous times during this presser. And I, I think that's – and I know that he's trying to shape it as a team thing. Yeah. But that's uh, out of pocket, bro. You can't do that. Defense is the reason why you won the first three games. Facts. So you can't be out here blaming the defense because they couldn't do what they could do in the fourth quarter when you're out here being lethargic in the third. You know what I'm saying? Like, the offense got to do something too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he, he 
he yeah and i i get what he's trying to do it's a delicate balance right he's trying to not alienate one person so he's he's trying no, to but he, he didn't have an I'm issue just, doing that last he did, season bro he did not he did not you're right i get what like i said i'm get i get what he's trying to do he's trying not to say and he said it multiple times i, I don't want to play the blame game Shout out he, to four man rush. Shout out to yeah, four man rush, man. He he walked back. He walked back a couple of joints. He said, "Yo, um, he said, yo, I'm I, I, I because he he blamed on the on the throw, the third down throw we were talking about yesterday, which I said was a bad throw. He during his press conference yesterday, he said, he yo, that was a Robbie. bad throw. No, no, no. He th- you know he blamed it on Sam yesterday, but then he walked it back today, stating that oh, it was a bad throw. You got to hit him, but at the same time, Robbie got to catch the football. You got to lay out. So he's really trying. He's trying his damnedest not to throw Sam under the bus and not trying to throw the offensive line under the bus. He is trying his hardest to not throw anybody under the bus. He's trying. He's really trying not to. Um, and, again, I don't know what it, – it, it's a difficult balance. It's a difficult balance for him um, because this was a, this was a, this was a bad loss. It's a bad loss. One of the things that really kind of made me mad was like, yo, we he, he kind of, for lack of better, I'm, I'm loosely quoting. He was like, yo, if we if, if we use this loss as motivation, like, we going to be fine. Like, what is you talking about? Like, what is you talking about, Matt? Like, you don't, this, this is not college. Like, this is not how, you don't, this is a, a piss poor way to lose a game, fam. You had the game in hand. Your offense is continuing not to show up in the third quarter. The not showing up in the second half. How many times do you need to learn this lesson to fix it? He's, he's saying we're going to fix it. It ain't been fixed. This has been an issue going back to last season. Like people lose sight of that. This has been insane. This has been a problem going back to last year. We we can't get we can't get uh, lost in this year too. You got to go back to last year. This was a problem last year. And so I have a problem with him saying, "Oh, we got to use this as motivate." Not, I mean, use this as a as a, a launching point. Not, I mean, fam, what are we doing? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw Coach Rule a bone here. So let's flash back to 2013. I went. I flew to Buffalo, New York, to go see the Panthers play the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills aren't the Buffalo Bills of now with Josh Allen. The Buffalo Bills then had EJ Manuel as their starting quarterback. Ron Rivera's clock management skills at the end of that game gave EJ Manuel an opportunity to win the game with no time left. And that's exactly what he did. And it was atrocious. But that game did turn the season around. They ended up winning the division. Now, that being said, do I think this is going to come out of rule? I hope so. But I think he's got an element of issues across the board here that he's got to take face on. Like, I know what he was trying to do yesterday, today, man. I really do. I know what he was trying to do. But I think you're, you're putting a calculated risk of losing your team Throwing the wrong folks under the bus. That's a fact. And we saw that happen. Un- we saw that unravel last year with Teddy. We saw that exact thing happen with throwing dudes under the bus. And like he's trying, like you can see him, he's trying not to. But you at the same time, fam, you gotta call, like you can't, 
you can't do what you and I get I get it, bro. Like with the he's trying to prop them up. His his he was saying, yo, with the with the players that we have on defense, we can't go out like that. We can't give up. Like I get you trying to promote and give them props, but tear them down at the same time. Like you can't do that. Like you got dudes that's gonna take that the wrong way. Like I would be if I if I'm playing, like I'm I'm like, fan, what is you talking about? If I'm one of them defensive dudes, I'm like, coach, like what did you what are you talking about? Like, yo, we gave these dudes the football. Plenty of times, plenty of times, mm-hmm. and they couldn't score. What are you talking? You not even, and you throwing us under the bus? Mm-hmm. I, and like I said, I get what he's trying to do, but he ain't effective. That was not the right way to do it, bro. That was not effective. He got to do better than that. Um, and, and so I, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough. Um, go ahead. Uh, Shout out to Corey, man. He said the third quarter downfalls is getting hit by our defense this year. Scripted plays we have coming out of it. Listen, and this is this is another thing. This is and he, this is one. This, thank you for that reminder because he said this. He said this. This is very very transparent. Like he this he said this, Dave. And this was a I didn't tweet. I was ready to tweet this, and I did. But this man literally came out and said, "Fam, we score most of our points on our first four drops. After that." When we're not comfortable anymore, when we can't we can't score, meaning those first four first first four drives are probably scripted. They're scripted. You can go out and score on the scripted plays, but when you got to go off the script and adjust halftime adjustments, you don't do it. You can't do it. He admitted it. He flat out admitted it in the press conference. He said it. He said, "Yo, we can't adjust." Pretty much. He pretty much said it. You know, there's a coach who um, who starts with scripted plays. He's no longer coaching NFL right now, but he's won two Super Bowls. But he he he's talked about how his first like 15 or 20 plays, he runs those regardless of the, of the game script, right? That's what he runs, and that's what he does. That coach is Mike Shanahan, so that's what he did every game. He had 15 to 20 plays that he would mm-hmm. roll with from the gate, and then after that, then you're coaching, coaching. Like you make your proper adjustments, you call the right plays as the game flow shows. But those first 15 to 20 plays, that's what he called. It sounds like that's what he's doing, but he ain't doing no level of adjustment. He's just going off the script. And he talked a lot about, hey, you got to do within the system. When we do within the system, yep. we'll win games. He kept games. saying that. He kept, he kept saying, saying that. that. But that tells me a lot, too. That tells me that he doesn't have he – know, he, he knows he doesn't have a quarterback – that could do their own thing, and he's never had one, and I don't think he has an interest of having one. But that's a different discussion for another day. Like he's not interested in having somebody like an Aaron Rodgers that'll adjust to the that'll adjust when you get the, or Dak Prescott, all the guys that you beg to have. You know what I'm saying? So I think when you start hearing what he's saying, he's pretty much saying, "Bro, I want you to run the plays I call," and that's that. So. Yeah, I mean, and you're getting he it's it's getting I mean because he talked about like you brought up earlier, he talked about the Robbie Anderson ordeal when Robbie Anderson blew up on the sideline being frustrated, and Robbie Anderson goes out there and says, Yo, we gotta do we gotta do some uh some some uh sluggos because they're sitting on there waiting for you to, they're baiting us into throwing these interceptions, and I could be taking off 50 yards downfield burning cats. So he's saying, Yo, we gotta do more of this. And the coaching staff is like, yo, and that's what Robbie Anderson was pissed off. He's like, yo, you got to play within the system. Do what we say do, and it's going to work out. That's pretty much what Matt Rule was talking about. 
And then you go back to listen to what the cornerback said from the Eagles. The Eagles cornerback was like, fam, we knew what they was doing. They've been, they've been running the same shit the whole, the whole damn game. And we just sitting on it, waiting for it to happen. We waited for, they've been running, they've been lined up like this all game. We waited for it. We waited for it. We waited for it. And we, we caught them slipping. That's what happened on the, on the, on the last pick. So it's just like, yo, it's, it's, it's been what we, Dave, it's what we've been saying the whole time. The play calling, the execution, because listen, I'm not going to put it all on Joe Brady, but he got to catch some of the heat too. He ain't, he's not perfect. But at the same time, I agree with what people are saying. You got to go out to execute too. That is part of it. Dude's missing blocks. I, I get all that. That's true. It's It, it all works together. But, so everybody's but the, right. But the thing is, bro, the the missing blocks has has been an issue for a while now. Like yeah, that, that 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 didn't just appear yesterday. Like we out here want to just blame the offensive line, but I'm thinking to myself, bro, I can't. As much as I would like to, I can't because it's been a problem for years. This didn't just show up today. It didn't show up yesterday. It's been a problem for years. Before rules showed up. He had his opportunity to fix this shit when he got here. Before, like, this this has been an issue for a while. And now people are finally realizing it. But I'm like, guys, I don't want to hear it today. I don't. I don't. And we'll get into to the players. Because unlike him, I don't have to, I don't have to balance this shit. Facts. I, I don't we, have we to call balance it, Ain't no balance, B. We, we bringing out the, the heaters. Yeah, hey, whenever you're ready, Dave. I'm ready. Whenever you, it's ready. So whenever you're ready, dog. Whenever you're ready. Now, now I'm gonna look at some of these comments. Like, yo, we don't, but we should do it more. And you can go into that. Now that, now that, my friends, is on Brady and Rule, and their lack of their in a, their lack of not one to adjust. Because we should be doing this. We know our line is bad. I mean, adjust. Yeah. Even I mean, Rivera, they, they, they even, even Rivera, they, they, even Rivera would know. Like, even Rivera would know. Rivera would be like, yo, the line's playing bad. We need to put a tight end in the chip. Like, yeah, but even, they they hold on, they they did do that. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna cut them some slack. They did chip, especially interior-wise. They tried. They tr- they tried. They knew even Matt Rule mentioned it during the press conference. He was like, Yo, we knew we was gonna have problems with the interior. We knew they knew it. They tried to chip. But when you chip, you taking off enough. You taking your running back, and that's the problem, right? And that's the thing when when, when Christian McCaffrey comes back, you taking your running back to to to, to be a, another blocker. Your take your, your lack of offensive line is definitely hurting. It's hurting the entire offense because you have to then take a weapon off the field in Christian McCaffrey, whoever the running back is, to chip. And what if what if that doesn't work? You still under pressure. You still getting killed. So they tried. It's just, it's just not working. It's just not working. So, but let's let's get off of let's get off this press conference. We got a lot to get into. We got a lot to get into. So, as you all know, we caught the fade uh 2118. We we blew a 15 to 3 lead. Uh had the lead. And another another thing. Well, I'll save it. I'll save it. But it's getting really frustrating when you when you haven't you haven't been behind at the half in any of these games. Yo, we fi- we five and zero. Oh if if it's the shit stopped at halftime, we would be five and zero. Oh. If the oh, game was only two quarters, we would be Super Bowl champions right now. 
If it was true, if it stopped at halftime, we will be the winners of everything. But another thing he said, another thing he said, I know we weren't supposed to lose the press, but we'll say it. I'll, we'll say it. He also said, he was like, yeah, man, if I'm up in the first half, the goal in the second half is to hold our lead. I'm like, no, I don't want you to hold your damn lead. I want you to finish him. I need some fatalities up in this piece. Yep. That's that's been our problem for a long time. Just ending games, bro. But that don't that's not just a, a coach rule thing. That's a but that goes no, back. No, no, no. That bro. was a Rivera thing. That's a fox yeah, it thing. Goes, but you know, yeah, it goes but back. You know, cardiac cast didn't that no, shit ain't no, come from but, nowhere. But you know what the difference is? Rivera had Cam. Facts. Fox had the loan. As much as y'all feel about the loan, the dude knew how to close out the fourth quarter. As much yeah, as how you the loan was about a killer. Nah, you're right. The loan was a killer. The loan was a killer. He had a different Delon. mindset, bro. Yeah, the loan yeah. had the loan had dog in him. I don't care. Dog. Again, I'm not the biggest alone guy, uh, but Jake had dog, fam. He had fight. That dude was dude, talking that, and that shit. That matters. That it matters, matter. bro. That matters. Matter. Like, and and the thing is, right now we haven't seen that out of Sam. Sam has no like. It doesn't appear that Sam has any type of dog. Dog DNA in him right now. It hasn't shown up yet. So nah. you can't have that attitude when you're talking about Sam. And Teddy didn't have it either. All due respect. Teddy didn't have it either. So you you got rid of the dog of a quarterback that you had to bring in Teddy, who doesn't it doesn't appear to have that in him, even though he's playing pretty well in Denver, but it didn't appear he has it in him. And now you have Sam where we know he doesn't have it in him. And we sitting here wondering why we're terrible. And you have a, a philosophy of get the lead in the first half and just hold. And sit on it. Yeah. And sit that on was it. that was very telling, Dave. You're right. That's a great, great point. That just and then and then like challenging your defense like that and then calling them out for not holding the shit. That's just the I, I don't agree with that, bro. And I, I get again, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to play politics and not say the wrong thing in these press conferences. He made it. He's like, yo, I'm not trying to y'all know me. I'm not trying to play the blame game. So he he knew he was trying to play that balance. But dog, you got to call it like you see it, man. And uh, he he definitely didn't do a good job executing that. But let's go ahead and get to this rookie report real quick. Uh, Terrace Marshall. I mean, three targets, two receptions, 14 yards. He was missed, had a wide open first down catch for probably about 12 yards. And Sam Darnold missed him wide open uh, in, in a zone. He sat and he had out. He he missed him. He missed him. Brady Christensen uh, played seventy-one offensive snaps, which was a hundred percent. He was he didn't have the best game on that offensive line. He did get pushed around out there, but he didn't. He wasn't the worst dude out there. I give him that. He was not the worst cat out there, but he got pushed around a little bit. Um, it was a rough. It was a rough goal for him. He didn't give up any sacks, uh, but he damn sure gave up some pressures. But all in all. He did okay, um, man. He, he did okay. He did okay. He wasn't that bad. I don't like him playing. And I, I told you, I, I remember somebody told me, somebody told me I didn't know what I was talking about. When I saw when I told y'all this was gonna happen, they were gonna put him at, at right tackle and put Moten at left tackle because that's what they did in the preseason. They did that same look in training camp in the preseason. And somebody told me I didn't know what I was talking about. I told y'all that was gonna happen. Now, do I agree with it? Whole another discussion. I think I think that personally you should put Taylor Moten at the right tackle because that's where he's elite. Although he had a great, he had a good game. He had a good game at left tackle. He did he had a good game, but he's good. He's better at right tackle. Christensen is a natural left tackle. 
You should put him there. Now, they're not going to because Matt Rule believes in analytics and measurements. He's not going to do it. He doesn't believe Christian's arms uh, are long enough to play left tackle. He said it. It's going on record. So we know that's why he's not playing left tackle. He's probably not going to play left tackle. So not that's as long just, as rules here. Not as long as rules here. He's not going. He may transition over there at some point when he get maybe a little comfortable. I doubt it because Matt Rule has said on multiple occasions his arms are too short. So that's that's why he's not doing it. But I saw this look multiple times during training camp. Y'all saw it too if y'all was following us and watching the training camp videos. I was calling this out. That's why it happened. Okay. Slater has short arms too, and that's why and that's why he's not a Panther right now. He's because of because of that dumb shit. But I, I digress. Anyway, Tommy Trimble had a good game. He had an awful drop though. Awful drop in the, I think it was in the fourth quarter. That was pretty much one attributed to the drive, a drive stopper. Um, he had three targets, uh, two receptions. He did have 12, and he had a touchdown. I didn't put the touchdown over there, but he did have a touchdown. So shout out to Tommy Trimble's first career touchdown. Again, he's he's getting going. We knew his hands were a little bit of an issue. He's working on it, he's getting better, but he did have a bad drop. I gotta I gotta call it like I see he had a really bad drop uh on that first that that fourth quarter drive. Chuba. Again, I'm copping, please. I, every time Chuba name come up, I feel like I got to apologize because I was against the pick. But this dude is this dude is balling. 24 carries. I told y'all last week, get him the football more. What did they do? They gave it to him. Last week was 15, uh, 13 rushes. This time was 24 rushes. 101 yards, five receptions on six targets, 33 receiving yards. Dude was balling. Dude was balling. Don't tell me Christian McCaffrey's numbers ain't replaceable. I get that Christian McCaffrey brings a different element to the game as far as uh, a, wide, a threat out of the backfield, a wide receiver out of the backfield, mismatch nightmare. But if you give Chuba the same opportunities, he will prove that he's that same threat. Bookmark it. They're not going to when C-Mac comes back. They're not going to mix it up because that's not what they do. When C-Mac comes back, he'll get all the damn work until he gets hurt again because that's even how they operate. Said, even though they said, even though Rule said that he would be willing to give him some more work, but I don't believe Bullshit. It, it ain't it Bullshit. It is not happening because the same thing happened when he but, came back from the Chiefs. When he came back last year in the Chiefs game, he got like 80-some percent of the work. They mixed him in a little. They mixed Mike Davidson a little bit, but they, they did the same thing last year when he came back. He got all the damn work because that's just what that's what they're going to do. Well, the thing about Chuba, too, is that he got all the work. Like, he got 29 touches, man. That's freaking – that's McCaffrey-like touch, touch range right there. Which is a good sign. It is. He played really well. It is. I mean, shit, 20, that's almost 30 touches. That is McCaffrey yeah. range. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Cage Luke, appreciate the super check, bro. He says Sam will never get over the hump because those hits are wearing out his mind. Trying to be a hero. He blanked. <laughs> Man, hey, I'm with you. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Hold, hold that thought. We're going to get it. Trust me. We're going to get there. We're going to get there, dog. Believe that. Believe that. We're going to get there. Um, <laughs> But Chuba Hubbard, man, great game. We'll see him later on stock up. That's a little sneak peek. He will be on stock up for the second consecutive uh, week. He's balling right now, and y'all can't tell me he ain't. He can't replace Christian McCaffrey's like I like I've been saying. If you get the, if you let this man touch the ball the same amount of times as Christian McCaffrey does, he will produce, and he did it. Don't tell me ain't nothing different because the proof is in the pudding, fam. Don't tell me ain't nothing different because it's it's true. Davion Nixon had himself a game. 90.4 uh, 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 PFF grade, five snaps, super efficient. He had a QB hit and two tackles in five snaps. If that, <laughs> fam, if that's if that's not efficient, you, that I mean, fam, Yo. he took every advantage of his opportunities. 
that's super efficient. That's why his grade's so high. Damn, man. Four. But, he's got to yeah. get more than five snaps next week. He has to. I mean, I mean, he he's. I think he got more snaps last week too, though. But I think he. A lot of people are are high on this dude, man. Listen, I don't know because I, I made I made mention of us potentially signing uh, Daquan Jones. And shout out to Daquan Jones. I saw him yesterday riding a scooter to the uh, practice uh, to the stadium yesterday before the game started. Shout out to him, man. I was like, I know who that dude is. Uh, but yeah, he was just riding riding through the crowd and shit. I was like, it's crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, Davion Nixon. He's he's a he's a very good player. He's going to continue to develop. To develop, uh, I like where he is, man. I like where he is. Uh, but another guy, another guy that had a great day was Keith Taylor. This dude played seventy percent of the defensive snaps, forty-seven of them things. He had three tackles, two targets, and two receptions, and those were against Devonta Smith. He only allowed twenty-seven yards. I think Devonta had himself a decent day, um, and uh, he held uh, Devonta Smith to twenty-seven yards while they were matched up. So I think Keith Taylor had a great game, and he is way ahead of schedule. Again, if you if you follow this channel, you know how high I was on uh, on Keith Taylor even before the draft started. Before we even picked this dude up, I was high on this cat. He's a big 6'3", 200-some-pound cornerback. He's physical from Washington. Washington puts out cornerbacks. They are another cornerback factory. This dude is going to be good. I mean, we talking – everybody talking about uh, A.J. Bouye and, and – and, uh, and um and uh CJ Henderson and all these other cats we bringing in, but watch out for Key Taylor, bro. This dude is a baller, and he got that dog in him too. I like I like Key Taylor a lot. I like Key Taylor a lot. So he had himself a game, bro, and deserve, he deserves some credit. I think a lot of the secondary players uh, had a, had a great game. AJ Bouye had a great game. CJ Henderson had a great game, and we'll talk about that other guy that's balling out right now too. Uh, but we'll, we'll get there. Hold that thought. We'll get there. We're going to get there. All right. So interesting stats. Interesting interesting Jesus. stats. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of red on this thing. It's a lot of red on this thing. Um, but let's talk about it. Red zone efficiency. We only got down there twice. Uh, and that's that's a that's a huge red flag to me. You only got there twice. Uh, and when you got there, only converted one time. Uh, that's, that's not good. Not going to cut it. Uh, third down efficiency, 5 of 15 for 33%. That's not going to cut it. You, if you can't extend drives, you're gonna take yourself position again. This is these are this is the game within the game. We talk about this shit every single week. When you see more green than you see red, it's likely a great day. When you see more red up here than green, it's likely a bad day. This shit is is foolproof. It's hit every time. When you ain't won a game, when you see red on this shit, it's foolproof. You have to win the games within the game. All right, pass completions fifty seven percent, not good. Uh, penalties. Nine penalties, 69 yards. That's the worst uh, uh, penalty game we've had all season. DBO, what should, a lot of false starts, a lot of holding penalties. We BO'd. And I ain't talking body odor, Dave. We BO'd, beat ourselves. <laughs> That's what we did. A lot, again, a lot of a lot of runs, a lot of Chuba runs was negated by that shit, too. Chuba could have had an, another uh, 20, 20, 30 rushing yards. If it weren't for them holding pill, he might we probably wouldn't have got the if it weren't for the hole. He, one can argue that he needed that hole to, to spring loose, but hypothetically speaking, he could have had another 20, 30 yards if it went for those holding calls. All right. But shout out to uh shout out to uh uh DBO because that shit ain't working. Um the rushing numbers, it was up. We were up 30 rushes, 109 yards, 
Um, solid day. 3.6 yards per carry could have been better, but I ain't going to nitpick. They ran the ball a lot. When you run the ball a lot like that, you're not going to, you're not going to hit on every, on every, uh, on every snap. So you got to just keep running the football. They did that. They stuck with the run. Uh, so I like it. I like what I saw uh, from the run game. Run defense, 22, uh, 22 rushes for 91 yards. They back. Welcome back to the run defense. Although on that last drive, they got loose. We held them all game. And then the last drive, they they started give, spring, they started springing loose. And they, they talked about that during the press conference, too. It was running outside. And, again, they started running, ran the football out of bounds and gave us the opportunity to hang in there. But uh, the run defense was better. It was much, much better today. I felt like Philly could have ran the ball. They should have ran the ball more probably than they did. They well, just this is don't more do than what, This is more than what they did in, in the previous games of Philly, though. That's true. So they, that actually, true. they actually didn't abandon the run like they normally would. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But I feel like they had more opportunity to run the football. But they didn't. And it's all good. It's all good. We did. We Welcome back, run defense. And we'll talk about where we stand in the league. But that that Dallas game really just screwed up our run, our run totals. But it's all good. It's all good. Time possession. We dominated time possession. And usually when you dominate time possession, you win games. It just we didn't work because we couldn't convert. Um, but uh third right. down deep. Go ahead. I gotta we gotta bring this up. I know it's not Panther related, but John Gruden just announced that he's gonna be resigning as Raiders head coach. Oh shit. Wow. Yo, not not surprising. Not surprised. Oh nah, nah, nah. He not don't surprised. need that shit, man. The level of heat that he's he's gonna get that I'm not shocked by that. But now he lost his Monday night job and the head coaching job. And the crazy thing is, is that he um he didn't uh he that happened when he wasn't even a head coach. <laughs> that whole incident. Um. So so maybe Joe, Joe Brady, Brady get- Joe Brady to the Raiders. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, you could. You're gonna hear it already. Trust me, you're gonna hear that shit. So that means he's not gonna get paid. By the way, I bet you. I bet you the Jacksonville wishes Urban Meyer would do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but if he resigned, yeah, he that, doesn't I get think his, he doesn't he's not money. gonna get. That, he's not gonna get that money. But I'm sure they probably they probably work something out where he can get. They probably it's probably some mutual agreement shit, some shit like that. They probably gave him a little bag to to walk away. Um, but let's let's continue here. Let's continue here. Uh, total pressures on defense. Uh, 14 total pressures. I would like to see this up a little bit. Uh, 14 total pressures, two sacks, <clears throat> excuse me, two hits and 10 hurries. I would have liked to see that up a little bit more. Defense, again, as a whole, did their job. The secondary was lights out. It really kind of masked some of this pressures, the, the pressure that we didn't get. Uh, but it's all good. I, I like, I like, it's okay. I'm not going to nitpick too bad there. And total pressures on offense, Dave, we gave up 30 total pressures. I repeat 30. That that wasn't a, that's no typo, Dave. Jeez. That's accurate. 30. Uh a, the bulk of them came against the offensive line. There was a couple on the tight ends, too. That's why you see different numbers in the offensive line uh pressures. But 30 total pressures, five quarterback hits, 22 hurries. 22 hurries. No quarterback's gonna be successful behind that. Um, just it is what it is. Uh I know we 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 gonna we're gonna kill Sam later. Uh, it is what it is, but the offensive line definitely. Has to they they played their part in this uh this this piss poor outing as well. So we're gonna call that shit out too. Third quarter scoring offense, zero points, Dave. And in the league, in the entire NFL, Dave, we are dead last in third quarter scoring. Insert dramatic pause. What do you want me to say? 
All five games we've had this problem. Four out of the five games we didn't score a single point. Dead last. Four out of five games we haven't scored a point in the third quarter. Four out of five games. Dead last. Four, and th- four out of five games. And we still won three out of those five games. And in the third in the third quarter, Dave, total 59 yards of total offense. 59. And only two first downs. And there was two takeaways. Two takeaways that we didn't convert on in the third quarter. So the defense did do their job. In the third quarter. In the third quarter. But the offense did not. Shit in the third quarter. And Matt Rule does not have an answer for it. I mean, like, man. He don't got an answer. He don't got an answer for it. He ain't got the answer, Sway? He don't got the answer, Sway. He don't got got the answers. answers. I got the answers, yo. But, yeah. Quit Quit trying to hold a lead and actually try to get more points. But you do that. Three points in the in the second half offense, Dave. We scored three points in the second in the total second half. To, three total points, and we ranked twenty fifth in the league in second half scoring. So that second half that includes the third and the fourth quarter. So it, it's a microcosm. Like we're not good in the second half period. And again, Matt Rule said it in his press conference. I don't know why they can't figure this shit out, but he said it. He's like, "Yo, in halftime, we're up." We're up at halftime. We haven't trailed in any game at halftime. No game have we trailed. We go in and we sitting on our high horse. And what are the defenses? What do the NFL coaches do, Dave? What do they do at halftime? They adjust. NFL coaches adjust. And we go out there with the same bullshit plan. We get smacked in the mouth. And then either game is closer than it should be. Or we get beat. I did the pre-show with with a bunch of ego YouTubers um, Sunday morning. And the only thing I kept saying was, y'all chance to beat us is in the third quarter. If we don't score enough points in the first half to feel like we have a very, very big, comfortable lead, y'all opportunity to come back and get us is in the third quarter. Because we're not good in the third quarter. And that's just... Ultimately, ultimately, I mean, easy. Everybody's asking who's the blame. I mean, ultimately, the shit falls on the coach. The coach Brady, specific, excuse me, coach Rule specifically has to take blame. Like this shit is his fault. Like I don't care, Joe. You are the head coach. You dictate the way this shit goes. So ultimately, the blame is with Coach Rule. That's just it is what it is. So I digress. I digress. Uh, somebody said that rule's a good coach. But I'm like, yeah, he's a good first half coach. If he's out here blaming the defense because they couldn't hold him out. So but all right, that's the that's the interesting stats uh for this game. Uh it's, it was it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Now let's talk about the offensive team rankings. So this is total team rankings, okay? And all you see is just average across the board. There's a couple of things we're doing well. Fourth down conversions is one of them. We rank ninth in the league in fourth down conversions, converting 60% of our attempts. 
and then rushes per game. Again, sticking with that run, you want to become a run-dominant team, especially when it turns cold. you got to be able to run the football. So we're, we're running almost 30 times a game, and uh, we rank ninth there, and then we're all these shits relate to the run. We're, run, we're averaging 1.4 rushing touchdowns per game. That, that ranks fifth in the league. Everything else is average or below average, okay? And I got some red flags. You can see at the bottom, Dave, I got two huge red flags right now. Interceptions thrown, 3% of our attempts are being picked off. 3.28 to be specific. Not I'm, good. I have a question for you. What's up? You know who has the best odds in Vegas to have the most interceptions in the league this season? I saw Prior that. Was it, season? Sam? was it Sam? It was Sam. I saw that. And then the rookies that. were around him. So Zach Wilson – Trevor Lawrence, Sam, but Sam and I believe it was Sam and Zach Wilson was top for the high, the best odds. Plus, yeah, I think. And they, what I saw another stat where, well, I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold it when we get to Sam. I'll, I'll hold on to that. But um, but yeah, and also the other red flag was flag was sacks. So sack percentage, seven percent. That shit's high, man. That's all. Like so, one in every ten drop, almost one in every ten drop back. This dude is getting sacked, and that that's not good. Seven percent uh sack percentage sack percentage sack rate. That's twenty second in the league. It's not good. It's not good. Okay, it's not good, man. It's not good. It's either average, or we got some red flags, and we're pretty good in the run game. This is what you, what it, what we're seeing from uh from our offense. All right, this is what we're seeing. All right, moving on. The defense, on the other hand, the defense is looking good. The defense is looking good. You got a lot of green up here. A lot of green. A whole lot of green. Couple things I want to point out. Opposing rushing yards per game. 94 yards per game. That's solid. Again, that Dallas game is really skewing that. Before that, we were averaging 45 rushing yards per game. And then we allowed 91 here. So that Dallas total is really killing us. That Dallas total is really killing us. And then I really want to take and 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 draw your attention to the pass stats, right? The pass stats are really impressive. Okay. Opposing pass yards per game, 161 pass yards per game. We rank number one in the league in pass yards per game. That's impressive. Sack percentage, number two in the league is sack percentage. So just on the opposite end of the field, how we suck at it at giving up sacks. We also get no sacks on the opposite, almost almost at one in every uh, 10 dropbacks. So we, we we getting after it, bro. We getting after it, dog. We getting after it. We getting after it. So I like, I like, uh, I, I love what we're doing here, man. I love what we're doing here. So shout out to, uh, shout out to um the defense, bro. Any comments on this day? Yo, man, this is yo. This is the type of chart you want to see. Phil Snow is the best coach on the team. That's the only way. To, that's the best way to put it at this point. And the thing that sucks is that if things don't work out, I don't see a scenario that Phil Snow sticks around and rule leaves. It's it's a package deal, but it is what it is. But Phil Snow, considering what he inherited, um, he's he's always gotten them boys to play. And now he's got some. Now he was able to build the talent around him, but it's great. 
Awesome. Yeah, man. Yep. So the rushing yards per uh the yards per rush is a little concerning, but I'm not again skew is skewed by that Dallas game. We got torched in that Dallas game. So and then the red zone scoring. They're not getting there very often, but when they do, they're scoring 80% of the time. That's not good. We got to do better there. We got to do better there. We got to do better for sure. All right. So Dave, hit us with some underdog fantasy love, bro. Yo, man, shout out to Underdog Fantasy. They're a really good company. They've got a really dope product. Um, the big thing about Underdog Fantasy, man, they have the best ball resurrection. And just so you guys know, it's $10 to play. You need to get in this week prior to week six. You draft a team um, and you draft a fantasy team. You draft 20 players. You get six. You get and, – and it goes through week six to 14. And then if you survive that, then you get into the playoffs for weeks 15, 16, and 17. And you get the win, you have the opportunity to win some money too. Um, so check that out. But if you're gonna get into best ball resurrection, you need to do it before Thursday because the Thursday night game is gonna begin week six. Um, and also with regards to uh you can also draft for individual games like the Sunday night game, the Monday night game. You can do a draft for the entire one o'clock slate, which is pretty cool. And they also have this thing called the pick'em where you can win up to 20 times your money. Um, so if you, if you bet five, if you, if you put a slip in for $5, you can win a hundred bucks. So I think it's a really, I've, I've won my money doing that. And I've also won some money by what, taking down one of those draft tournaments. So please check out underdog fantasy, but if you use the code PNP, you get an additional $10 toward deposit and you help out to, to help out the channel. So once again, go to underdogfantasy.com, register, sign up. And you use the code PNP and you get an additional $10 towards your initial deposit. Yeah, I got a card out right now for Underdog Fantasy for this Monday night game, and it ain't looking so hot. I'm doing okay. I mean, I I mean, Taylor's scaling me because he broke that 76-yard run, but we got a whole half. And typically Lamar Jackson is a whole half type of guy. And I did a couple drafts today, too. I did a few of the um drafts for the Monday night game. I'm doing okay. But, you know, we got a whole half. I'm not panicking yet. The one team that I do have that's winning, ironically enough, is the Sammy Watkins. I mean, it's the Jonathan Taylor one because he had that big play. But we'll see. Yep. All right. So let's move on. Stock up, stock down. Uh, who getting the smoke today, Dave? Everybody but the defense. Who getting the smoke, man? All right. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Offensive line. We got to start there, Dave. Offensive line was straight trash. Yeah, they were terrible. It's been something we have been dealing with for if you've been a Panthers fan for a long for I don't know, going back when Cam got here, it's been a problem. It's ever since Jordan Gross retired. Since Jordan Gross retired, Ryan Khalil got out of here. It has been a complete shit show in the trenches. I got a whole series proving how terrible this offensive line has been. We have failed to, to, to address it in the draft, and it continues to show every single week. Every single week. We expect them to come out there and do something different, but they do the same shit every single week. Every single week. It's, it's bad, Dave. Take a look at this shit right here. Pass blocking grades. And and you know what's you know what really pisses me off about this day is they knew this shit was gonna happen. 
they knew, Matt Rule knew this was going to happen. He said in the presser, we know they got Fletcher Cox. We know what they, got, they got Hargraves, and we knew they were going to come after us in, in, the, in the middle. Pause. And shout out to one of the dudes that said it in the presser. He asked him about the offensive line leakage. The interior, <laughs> the offensive, leakage. The interior leakage, he said. Interior leakage, fam. It was a like, yo, definitely a lot of interior <laughs> leakage. That shit was, yo, they was not you pretty. A massive amount of leakage. Massive leakage. 23 or excuse me 24 sack or 24 total pressures three sacks two qb hits 19 hurries again christensen had himself he had a rough day six hurries john miller i don't know what the hell is up with john miller bro this dude has been ass you know what might be up but y'all don't want to talk about you know what's being up he's gotten worse since he wasn't that good and he's gotten worse since the rona Nah, he was he was serviceable he was at least serviceable before rona he was serviceable. I'm not saying he was great, but dude was serviceable. He is ass right now. I mean, we've seen that with so many other players, man. Like we've seen that it's not just him. Like there's been other players across the NFL that after they catch, after they catch the Rona, they're not they're not playing at the same performance level. It happened with Cam last year with New England. Zeke Elliott struggled after he had the Rona. John Miller struggling now. This isn't nothing new. He was the only one not vaccinated, by the way. Just just want to. I don't know. I don't know what his status is now. He could. He well, I don't know what it is now, but but when he got it, because of the protocol, that that's why he was out for as long as he was because he wasn't vaccinated. So, but not good. Paradis three hurries allowed. Dennis Daly one sack, two hurries. He he had been playing well too. Not sure what happened in this game. He got he got uh, Hargrave straight destroyed. Your boy. Uh, and then Moen, who did pretty well at the left tackle position. I think this is his best game he's ever played at left tackle. We've seen him there before. Uh, he's never performed this well, so shout out to him. And he did he did good. He did much better than I expected he was going to do. Uh, and it showed, like, he, he again, he wasn't perfect, but he was doing his job. I think he did what he had to do. I would like to see, and I'm sure the whole entire fan base would like to see this flipped. It ain't flipped right now. It, this, are, this is who we, and I think they're probably going to roll with this shit. Well, no, because Cam, mm-hmm. Cam is coming back. Nope, that's not true, Dave. Cam Irvin's coming back. I think he said he'll be back on Wednesday. Oh, no, I think think he said he's going to get the Wednesday off. I can't remember what he said about Cam, but Cam Irvin could be on his way back. And if if that's the case, you're going to see shit flip again. And you're just going to have a damn – you're just going to have a damn – This is going to be a mess, man. We're going to keep rotating players. I think you need to – I think you need to just – they gotta. I, I'm gonna be honest, man. I know nobody wants to hear it, but we need to consider putting Christians in that guard. We have to consider it once once Irvin comes back and get John Miller out of there. Hey, hey, listen. I'm all right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real. All right. I'm, let me let me say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth because I, I don't think a lot of people are saying this. This is the truth, Dave. You ready for you ready for the truth? Yeah. There is no combination on this roster right now in which this team will be successful. I I don't care who you put where this offensive line is going to continue to struggle. The answer is not on the roster. This is facts. This is facts. There is no 
There is no combination that is going to save us, Dave. There is not one combination on this roster that will save us. It's not happening. So I'm just I'm just I'm I'm keeping it a buck with y'all. I'm keeping it a buck with y'all. That's that's the truth. Nobody gonna say it. Nobody else wants to say it. Y'all keep saying shuffle, shuffle this person, put this person there. Move him inside. Move him outside. Do this. Do that. Do that. Do this. Nah. It ain't on the roster, B. Oh, no, I agree with you there. It's not definitely not on the roster. Like, like we're, we've, we've neglected this situation for a very long time, and now it's showing. And, well, it's always shown, but I think we've always tried to point every direction but the issue at hand. And then there's always an argument of, well, there ain't too many teams that have great offensive lines. And that could be valid, but we don't need to be like, it can't be this bad. Like, it can't be this bad. Um, and that's the dilemma that we have right now. And, and, and guys, we, we, we keep talking. I know y'all want to see Deontay Brown. I know, I know y'all want to see There's a reason him. why y'all haven't seen him, guys. <laughs> there is a reason why he ain't out there. And again, even with Christensen, they talked about Christensen. He wasn't that he wasn't that great out there. They are trying to protect these dudes from themselves right now and protect their confidence. And I, I, I want to see Blastoise just as much as y'all do. Uh, and I think he's gonna be serviceable, but at the same time, I think it, it's gotta be said when you lose all that weight, you you have to you gotta get used to not playing that heavy, right? So you've got to get your training, your conditioning right. You can't just go out there and, and put your weight. Because he's been imposing his will. He's been bigger than everybody his entire career. And now he's he's got to learn how to play different. All right. So I don't know. I don't know that he's ready just yet. And I, I'm I don't know. I want to see him just as bad as y'all do, man. Trust me. But he might he might just not be ready. I think he the whole I think the whole plan for him was to sit this entire year. They don't want him to play. They want to protect him and bring him out next year. That's what I think. They they want him to get his conditioning right, get it, get him in playing shape and all that stuff. I don't think he's ready. Rashad, hold the fort on your rant. I'll be right back. I gotta take care of something. I just yeah. got a text. So hold on one second. Yeah. So I mean, I, I just think again, like I said, with this, I don't think the answer's on the roster, bro. The answer is not on the roster. I don't care what combination that what combination you put together. This the the five is the five. The, the five was the five, right? Even with Cam Irving, Eflin, them dudes ain't it. And now you got um what's this what's this dude talking about, bro? Hey, somebody get somebody get your man's B. Get your man's dog. Get your man's before he before he get caught up. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't I don't think there there is no combination on this roster right now in which this team is going to be successful. That's my opinion. It is it, it, it is what it is. You 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 should have taken and listen and, and I'm a, I'm gonna keep it a buck. And now I'm, and I'm gonna be real real, okay? So we we took we took J C Horn right. We took J C Horn. Y'all gonna be mad at me, but fuck it. We took J C Horn right. He's not playing. How does defense looking without him on the field? How does defense looking with him on the field? It's fine, right? Just saying. 
Rashawn Slater, on the other hand, Rashawn Slater, on the other hand, out here manhandling Miles Garrett, out here manhandling Chase Young. Hey, I'm consistent, bro. I'm consistent. Y'all not gonna like that, but it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. Defense look lost without JC? Nah, I, I disagree. I, I disagree. Yeah, I, I saw the game, fam. I saw the game. You talking about a cornerback that was just got to the dag on uh got to the stadium that week and he was out there playing. So come on, B. Come on, B. But hey, you know, I'm just a YouTuber. I'm just a YouTuber. Yeah, I know, I know y'all not gonna like that, but it's all and I love JC. I love JC. And it's it's not it's, it's not it's not a it's not an indication of how he is. I think he's going to be great. That's not my point. The part, the problem is, and I'm just walking back into this. The problem is, is that we have a, we had a glaring hole on the offensive line. We brought in Sam Darnold thinking that he was going to fix everything. Sam Darnold's not that type of quarterback guys. Like he's not that type of quarterback. The dude left the jets with the poorest offensive line. And then we bring him to Carolina with the poorest offensive line with the worst and, offensive line, which, and we expect a different result of what he's done. But then again, we told you guys last year that Teddy had a poor offensive line. And this line might be worse than what Teddy had last year. I think it is. I think it is. But it doesn't change the fact that you're bringing in quarterbacks that need everything around them. Teddy needs to have pieces around him. Part of the reason why Teddy's playing pretty damn good in Denver is because they have a support cast around. So, like, you got to have a supporting cast around him. Just like you need to have a supporting cast around Sam. But Sam has a top five defense right now. And still, he can't do nothing with it without McCaffrey on the field. And we're going to have to have a discussion about that too, by the way. At some point. We'll probably get into that. What what now? Do what now? About about McCaffrey, about the lot, about McCaffrey and and, and Sam. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk. Yeah, we definitely need to open that up. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Shout out to Chuba. We gave Chuba his flowers. He needs more flowers. Because again, like I said, I was completely wrong about that. Again, I see I'm different. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. The second week, I'm eating crow. Okay, so shout out to Chuba Hubbard. He's the man. He's balling. Y'all know what he did. Uh, let me let me just bring up this note real quick that I got. Uh, let's see here. So Chuba Hubbard again, like we said, he had a career high 101 rushing yards, five catches, 33 receiving yards, and it marked the first 100 yard rushing game for the Carolina Panthers since. Somebody else did it uh, in week 10 of, 2000, of the 2019 game, against, which was another loss uh, against Green Bay. So, again, shout out to Chuba Hubbard, man. He balled out. He balled out, bro. He balled out. And he just I think he just proved what I've been saying for a long time, a couple years now here. And, it took again, it took me a long time to realize it too, so I'm not blaming y'all. But when you when, – well, well, let me hold – hold that thought till I get to saying. But we got bigger problems. And this is some of the reason why we're getting exposed right now. But I'm going to hold that for a second. I'm going to hold that for a second. All right. So coaching, Dave. I got coaching here as a stock down. Again, we talked about the third quarter. Um, you talked about be, some I'm of the going to play calling. Go ahead. I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's fair to put Phil Snow in that equation. Because when you put, say, coaching, it's, it's, it's as a whole. And I'm not interested in giving Phil Snow heat. I thought Phil Snow did what he was supposed to do in this game. Yeah. I, I, that's just my opinion. 
Like I thought, I thought Phil Snow did what he was supposed to do on his end. I think Joe Brady and Matt Rule own some of this shit, particularly Matt Rule. Matt Rule owns it because he's the head coach, and Joe Brady takes it because he doesn't. He's with him and doesn't know how to adjust. But you know. Yeah, I, I think definitely, definitely some of the predictable play calls, some of the stuff we talked about earlier. I see y'all in the chat talking about predictable play calling and, and Philly being able to just, just pick off what we've been doing. Uh, but it, uh, here's another thing: like you, you go back to last year, we started we started three and two, right? We started three and two, and then we lost nine of the next eleven games. Do you see a slide like that coming? Because we started three and zero, we lost two in a row. Is this gonna is this slide gonna continue, Dave? I if you guys remember my season long prediction, I, I told you guys the, the slide was gonna come. Uh, but I'm I'm nervous that it's gonna come sooner than what we thought. Cause with like losing to Philadelphia, that's a game we have no business losing. And and I said it yesterday when we did the post game. I said prior to the season, I had us starting three and I had us losing to Dallas. I had us beating Philadelphia, but I had us losing to the Vikings because it was a situation where I thought it was a game that we were supposed to win, but we weren't gonna we're gonna find a way to lose it. That game happened yesterday, and now we got the Vikings next week. Who's hungry to get another win to get back into the conference? Currently, right now, we're one and two in the conference. We're one and two against NFC teams right now. And yeah. there were some folks who thought that we were going to make the playoffs. But let me go ahead and give you guys a quick news flash. We can't make the playoffs losing to teams like Philadelphia. Because if Philadelphia actually does become good, and then we have the same record as then, we lose the tiebreaker. Thanks. So we can't afford to lose to these teams. Losing to Dallas is losing to Dallas. We expect them to win a division. I'm not too worried about that tiebreaker aspect because they're going to make the playoffs by winning the NFC East. All right? But we can't afford to lose to these other teams. Like, we can't afford to lose to Minnesota next week if you guys are talking about playoffs. That's just the, the facts of life. Because the schedule doesn't get any easier after the first half. It does not get any easier. Yeah, We got to play the sure. Cardinals in the second half. We got to play Buffalo in the second half. It does not get any easier, guys. We got to play the Bucks twice in the second half. Like, it doesn't get yeah, easier. A lot, a lot of our division games are, are packaged up in the second half, too. Yeah. So we'll so like, see. You know, we got to play better than this. We can't be out here talking about we got to hold leads. Yeah, that's, that was terrible. Uh, but shout, shout out to Dominique. He said, uh, should we be worried about Sam and Robbie? Uh, can't connect here. Hold that thought. We're going we gonna to dive into uh, Sam Donald pause a little bit later. But, um, but yeah, man, so. Uh, hey, look, man. Um, I I think that it, again, the 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 coaching. When you talk about what he's been saying, again, what Dave just said, that holding the lead, like getting the lead and just holding on to it, like the the third quarter, no answers for the third quarter is why we suck in the third quarter. There's no answers to that. Like trends, right? We talk about trends and following the data. Like it's we're start we're starting to a, a lot of things look the same as last year, bro. It's the same. And listen, you got to improve year to year. You don't. You can't stay the same. You got to figure shit out and get better, or you're gonna have a short career, short coaching career. And right now, I'm seeing a lot of the same things, offensively, and from a head coach perspective. And just the whole everything is just the same as last year to me. We started hot, then you get predictable. Once the teams got your film and they're able to analyze what you're doing, we clam up. We don't know how to adjust. It's the same thing. We going back to last year, same thing. So we got to be better, man. Everybody got to be better. But uh, so coaching got stuck stuck down, all right? 
Uh, stock up to Hassan, man. Hassan, he had himself a day, bro. Hassan had himself a day. Uh, this dude, well, he's like, what, six and a half sacks on the year. He's definitely going to get this golf cart the way things are looking. Um, I, this dude, again, he last week he got hurt. He went down. Not sure where, you know, where he was last week. But he came back. He had eight total uh, t- total tackles. Um, he had two sacks, two tackles for loss. I mean, the dude was just everywhere, bro. He was everywhere, and um, I know he had a, he, he moved a little bit, played uh, played a little out of position due to um, the Shaq injury. But the dude is just balling right now, man. And again, you're gonna have to pay this man some big bucks to keep him. It's not going to be cheap to keep Hassan ready. Sure. Uh, so, and he's proven it every single week. Uh, up until last week, he was on pace to, for about 25. So I don't know what he's on pace for right now. Uh, but this shit, this shit is ridiculous right now. This dude is balling. Let me see if I can find a number of what he's on pace for. Um, he is on pace for 20, 20.8 sacks, which is fucking insane. 20.8 sacks. That's ridiculous. He's he's cooking right now. He could potentially break a, a sack. Well, what's the sack record? Twenty two. I don't know what the sack record is. I think it's twenty two. I don't know. I don't but shout out to Hassan, man. I mean, the dude's a baller, bro. He's a baller. Straight up pure baller. All right. Um, anything else on Sunday? Nah, man. He gonna win that golf cart. Definitely gonna get the blinged out golf cart. Uh, Although see. Brian Burns leads the team to pressures, yeah, Brian Burns does leave. He got the uh, the lead. I think Brian Burns has seventeen total pressures, and uh, like I said last week with Brian Burns, uh, his sacks, the three sacks that he has, he came untouched. Pause. He was untouched on every single sack. I'm I'm not saying I'm not again. Brian Burns is close. To getting multiple sacks every game, he for some reason he's just that, a hair it late. Go, or or it go, it goes, I, again, it I'm not saying he, I'm not I'm not trying to say he's he's bad or not doing his job. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, but just I'm just putting the context out there. Well, the thing is too, and we had this discussion yesterday on the on the post game. It could be a situation where it's a role thing, right? Like if Brian Burns' job is just to get these pressures, and then that opens up Hassan to go get these sacks. I mean, that's not a bad thing either. No, it's not. Gonna, I mean, he's just gonna he's lose gonna the golf cart. He got, he got, he, I mean, he had to pay for the golf cart. I mean, that that sucks for his 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 pocketbook. Uh, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, man, Brian. And then, yo, really, Hassan should have had three sacks because he came untouched too. Pause uh, on that last drive where in where Hurts rolled out and uh, hit hit somebody in the, in the uh, back of the end zone, but or threw it away. I can't remember. But yeah, he should have had three sacks. But it's all good. Uh, but all right, so um, Sam Donald, Dave, <laughs> do you want to you want to take the floor? Sam Donald's had five interceptions in the last six quarters. Um, I think we're all going to blame the offensive line for this, and that's fine. If that's what you want to go with, that's cool. But it still boils down to his decision making. You can talk about how bad the offensive line is all, all you want, but it's, he's making these decisions. Even his coach admitted that he was only going to his first read. I will give rule credit for that. He did say that. So Sam is out here playing like he's a rookie quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
this is this is his fourth year in the league. So we, we can't be out here acting like this is okay. He's not playing that well. He didn't play that well for the last six. Whenever he has to actually execute and do something with a game on the line, he's not good. He's not good. No. No, he's not. Um, he, he hasn't been good. Uh, he's got six interceptions. And I think he's up there, like, tied for, like, the most turnout because he's had some fumbles too. Like, he, I think mm-hmm. I saw a stat where he's up there with Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence for the most turn. Like, was he – Dave, was he in the draft? Did the was he in a draft that just happened? Well, they said that the reason why they made the decision to go after Sam Darnold is because he was better than the other guys that were coming out. But he was he in that draft? No, he, nah, he was he, in a draft with Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen, but not this and, past and Lamar. Draft. No, 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 no. But okay. they made it. They, they, they. But the coaching staff in front of the office they tailored to make it to do that comparison of why they made the decision to trade for Sam, which is why they made the decision not go out. But hold on, hold on, just uh, real. Double, you sure? You sure he wasn't in that last draft no, class? No. Okay. As long as long as as long as you because I mean I mean Zach Wilson leads Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, they they got most turnovers, but he's sandwiched right between those two. I'm just making sure he wasn't in it. No, no, he wasn't. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Okay. I mean, but well, since you are here talking about Panther quarterbacks and turnovers and former Panther quarterbacks and folks that we probably could have. How many turnovers does Justin Fields have? But Justin Fields had to play Dawson. That's not fair. To him. That's not fair. But well, Teddy played, right? Teddy, Teddy's played. How many turnovers does Teddy have? I don't, I know when he was with us, he only had three at the same time that that that, yeah. that Sam. Yeah. Yeah. They only had yeah. three. Yeah. Turned the ball over three times in, in five I, games. Sam's turned it over. He's had six picks. Six picks, but he's also got some fumbles. I think it's ten. He's 10 so, total. So 10, 10 turnovers in five. That's two turnovers a game is what I'm – Yeah, he, he likes turning it over to the same dude too. He does a habit of that because no. four out of his <laughs> I mean, four out of his five interceptions in, in, the, in those six quarters, two of them, four of them were done by two people, two apiece. Stephon Diggs got two on the last one, and Darius Slay got two got, against Dallas, and Darius Slay got two yesterday. So he likes to throw it to the same guy too. Maybe maybe he's colorblind. You know, I know James was talking about I, LASIK and all maybe, that. No, because I know. I think I know. I think I know why. Because because Darius Slay wore number two, and I think he thought that that was DJ Moore because he wears the same number. I think that's what it was, Day. You think that's I what it was? You, I promise you. I promise you that what well, it was. He saw the two in the single. So day. Man, I knew so Tom, man, Tom Brady was right. Tom Brady was right, Dave. He was right about that daggone number change. You're right. You, you know, you might have a good point because you know Stephon Diggs wears seven. He and that could look like a two. I knew. Two, I, knew the, I knew it. Depending on the routes, so that could be why he's out here throwing these picks. I knew these that's other, what it was. Other teams. That's what it was. Darn. I mean, but you know, so you know, but we've been saying it for over twenty years that Tom Brady was right. So maybe that might have been the issue at hand um, with Darnold and all these interceptions. <laughs> but I just I all right. So we so we we digress. We digress. We we fucking around. But we we fucking around. But anyway, Sam, hey Sam, he was bad yesterday, bro. Again, offensive line what didn't help him out. We said the same shit last year. Y'all didn't give a damn. So I mean, Sam, he hey, listen. We we want him to put the team on his back. 
and here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. We we talk about the but no, the we, problem is no, stop right there. No, stop right there, yo. Stop right there. No, he ain't that type of quarterback to put the team on his fucking back. Like you guys need to realize this shit. He ain't that guy. He's not that. Like, I think folks thought that he was that. He ain't that, guys. He's not that. He's got to have pieces around him. He's not that. So we need to quit talking like he is that. He's not that. So, so Dave, let me let me ask, ask you this. Is there something to the Carolina McCaffrey's being 3-0 and the Carolina Panthers being 0-2? Well, the Carolina McCaffrey's was 0-3 last year, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, they yeah, they, yeah. So, so my point is, I, I, it in the grand scheme of things, it shouldn't matter, right? We, it's always a next man up philosophy when it comes to that. And I think people are going to say the Carolina McCaffrey's a three and zero this week, this season, and Darnold when he's on his own without McCaffrey's zero and two. So, okay, so that's fine. We need to have McCaffrey back, but then you have to start questioning Sam's purpose, right? Because it's obvious that McCaffrey's is his blanket, just like he was for Teddy last year. So, but you didn't see like the same errant ways. And last year's team didn't have this defense that Sam has. So when you take everything into account, this isn't good, man. Like this is not good. Yeah, and I and Dave, you brought up a great point. We we talk about and we've said this. If you're new to this this show and you haven't heard this spiel before. But I think, yo, C Mac is the ultimate. He's the ultimate. Uh, Tender is still crutch, crutch. Yeah, he's the ultimate crutch, right? It's like, yo, you tr- you trying you dating this chick, right? And you just you 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 know you know she gonna be there. So you you gotta go to the you gotta go over there because you know you gonna you know you know you gonna make that happen. And and she's reliable. And when she goes away, you lost. You don't know what to do. You gotta grab some lotion. That's that's what C Mac is right now, bro. C-Mac is the ultimate, he is the ultimate, he, he hurt, he's the ultimate gift and the ultimate curse because he's when he's gone, especially with Sam, it's, we're seeing a trend now. Sam can't, he he went to, to C-Mac because he knew C-Mac was going to be there. There's plays, and, and it, it speaks to the same for, for Joe Brady. Joe Brady needs Christian McCaffrey to, be, to have this offense be successful. It's easy. C-Mac makes the job easy for Joe Brady and Sam Darnold. When C-Mac is gone, oh, I got to draw plays for everybody else. I got to think a little bit harder. I just can't roll out C-Mac out there, let him, th- let him run a Texas route, and take it for 60 yards. But that's the problem. You built this offense around one player. That one player goes down, and now you can't do shit. You look clueless out there. And the thing that, that bothers problem. me. But the thing that bothers me more is that we have so much talent on the offensive side of the ball, bro. But you can't do nothing with it because you got a porous offensive line and you're not making decisions to do quick passes to these other guys you have. So, you know, and I know like where I just, we have to keep the same energy because last year, last year we were trying to be apologists and, and I, and I was apologetic. I was very apologetic last week. I said, oh, Sam just probably had a rough one. Dallas is a really so, good team. All right, so 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 let's 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 try to switch this to something positive, Dave. Okay, so here's the question: C Mac comes back, C Mac's healthy, right? And we we look good again. Let's say we get back. Are you con- Are you confident in that shit? Like, do you think 
moving forward that that's a winning a, a recipe to a winning football because we've seen prior to that see when C-Mac is on the field we we took L's when C-Mac was there too I mean everybody's starting to, to yeah like people people lap. don't realize yeah, people, people don't realize yeah people don't realize um CMC as like the one the main guy he has a losing record as a starter when he's the guy let's like but we don't want to get it. We don't want to talk about that because we'll say, well, you had, he had Cal Allen and we had all these other quarterbacks. Well, bro, he doesn't have a winning record when he's out there. This um, is, this is not true. Yo, this, this is, this is, this is not true though. Corey, it's I not. love you, bro. This is not true. It's check not. How many went, how many check the Panthers record with C-Mac starting. And it's not many wins on that shit, bro. It ain't. It's not. It's not, bro. It's not true. It's not true, bro. It's not. He, he might help. And obviously, because the offense is built around him, and we can't do it without him, so obviously it looks like when he in, inserted back into the offense, everything goes great. We should not have an offense built but around just, a running back, just, man. But it, but that the is problem. the larger point, though. Dave, that's the larger point. We should not have an offense solely built around Christian McCaffrey. That's what this offense is. It's built around Christian McCaffrey. As Christian McCaffrey goes, this offense goes. It's not built around the quarterback. It's not built around DJ Moore. Not built around anybody else but C-Mac. And a good defense. Like they, the and defense, I get, I get the it. defense matters, right? Like I think, no. folks, the defense matters. Like, I know the defense ain't out here catching these passes and all the other shit, but the defense matters, bro. Like, the defense matters because the defense wasn't there last season. Um, There's only one other team that has the general of their offense, and that's the Titans. And even then, they have some good uh, receivers. Hey, Pan- Panthers, so I, I agree with this. This is true. This is absolutely 100% true. This is – I agree wholeheartedly. This is a fact. There's no arguing this. There's no arguing this comment right here. I get it. But it is it is solely built around this man getting 30 to 35 touches per game. We can you cannot there and going back to the other comment I have I had up here. There is no other team successful teams ain't building around a running back, fam. There's only that's one. That's not how it works. There's only one team and that's the Titans. That's the Yeah, and look how far that got them. So, there's only one. And that's a different the, type of running back. That's a different yeah, type of running back. Derrick Henry's different, bro. Derrick Henry take the damn ball 35 times if he has to. And he runs. He don't really get that many passes from the backfield. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas did used to build it around Z. They used to, but you know they, they changed. They, you know, they, got, they, they got C.D. Lamb and they got Amari Bingo. Cooper. They changed and it. They, and they fixed the they defense. They started slanging that shit. They changed it because you can't do – you cannot sustain – Building around Christian McCaffrey. He is a great player. And if Christian McCaffrey was a compliment to this offense, I promise you we would be unstoppable. If we were able to get everybody else involved and spread the football around, I promise you this offense would be great. But with him being the guy, the ultimate crutch for the for the offensive coordinator and the quarterback, it is doing more damage than good, y'all. I'm telling y'all. And I get it. I get it, bro. I get he changes things. But I'm telling you, with him being the focal point, it hurts. It hurts, bro. I'm telling y'all. Because go the, the three games that we won, 
check those defenses, B. And then he don't even talk to me about the Saints because look who they were missing when we played them. And they lost to the Giants. The Saints lost to the Giants. So then you can question whether or not of the, of the strength of the competition too, right? We beat the Jets, we beat the Texans, we beat the Giants, and then the Saints. So, and the thing is, the Saints is probably the best team we beat out of the three. They are. But the Jets and the Texans are not good. They're going to be out here with top five picks again. Like, they might, like, they both, I could see a situation where they might only win, they might not win no more. Like, unless they play Jacksonville, they might not win any more games. Because neither one of those teams are that good. So, yeah. So so yeah, let's let's move on by saying let's keep this try to stay focused here. We got it, we got on a little bit of, but I'm telling y'all, man, we gotta figure out how to spread the football around, man. We gotta figure we gotta figure that shit out. If this offense ever becomes balanced from getting everybody involved, I'm telling you shit would be dangerous, bro. But force feeding C Mac, and I love C Mac, bro. I'm telling you, don't take my aggressiveness on this microphone as hate against C Mac, because that's not the case. My delivery's fucked up. I like C Mac, and I I, w- I just wish everybody else was more involved. Spread the football around. Get everybody involved. It helps. It opens it up for everybody. It opens it up more for C Mac instead of having sixteen dudes in a box trying to pause, trying to trying to stop you. So just please, just spread the football around. That's all I'm. I think everybody should be. Can we all agree there? Can we all agree that the football should be spread around and not force-fed to C-Mac? I hope we can all agree there. I love C-Mac. Please, don't, please, don't clip this shit out and say I'm a C-Mac hater. I'm not. I'm not a C-Mac hater, They're going to clip this shit out and tell me. I know I'm not a C-Mac hater, bro. Excuse my delivery. My delivery's fucked up. Well, no, the the reality is is that C-Mac, he's a great football player. He's arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL. And you should use that, but you also have a pretty damn good wide receiver, DJ Moore. You've got Robbie Anderson. You just drafted Terrence Marshall. You just, you know, you just picked up Tommy Trimble. You should use the weapons you have around you. Now, if you're telling me, well, the line doesn't allow it, then bro, like the line hasn't allowed it for six years. So I don't really, I really don't want to hear that. So that's where I'm at there. And I think the problem with, with C-Mac gone, now Donald's actually have to make some decisions. Donald's going to have to do some other things. And we see what happens when he does. You know? Like, when it's time, when it's time, like, Sam Darnold is the type of quarterback that can win you games when you have everything around him. But he ain't the guy that's going to win you games when there's nothing around him. So... So, all right, let's let's move on. Let's move on uh, because, th- I mean, this is what we're doing. Again, we talk about the Robbie Anderson. I, I keep seeing Robbie in the chat. Fam, we can't we can't hit nobody deep. Sure can. You're not throwing. You're not throwing past the sticks. You're not throwing at twenty plus. The things y'all killed Teddy for last year, he ain't doing, and ain't nobody saying shit about it. Uh, but he 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 can't when he does throw the football deep. He's not completing the shit. He's inaccurate. He had Robbie wide open, way deep in the end zone. Uh, and he could have hit him if he let him up. He, he underthrew it. Because if that was Teddy, y'all damn sure would have said he underthrew the football. But I ain't hear shit about this, this deep ball that, that Sam threw and underthrew 
and allow the DB to catch up and break that shit up. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody say, ain't nobody say nothing about that. Uh, but it, it is, this is his chart. It is what it is. Dink and dunk. This, that's the offense. Don't matter who the quarterback is. That's a, it's a, it's a, it is a, it is a offensive scheme thing. Is what so I've how, been trying to tell how, y'all since last year. How, yeah, I think we've both been trying to say that for a while now. I don't think yep. there should be any news. But if you look at, you know, the only interception out of the three, no, all of them were over 10 yards. All the three interceptions were over 10 yards thrown. Mm-hmm. All three of them. But, you know. Now y'all try to bring the pressure. I don't want to hear shit about the damn pressure because Teddy had that same problem last year. So here, here is our confidence meter. Uh, I'm, I'm way down. Uh, I was about a little over halfway up, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. And, and listen, if you're, if you're that dependent on a running back for your success, we got, we got bigger issues. And I'm not, I'm not saying a running back. I'm just saying in one player. Let me say it that way, because I'm, that seems like I'm disrespectful. Yeah. When, when you're that dependent on one player, it, it's not. He, it, this, this whole game, he looked off. He, he didn't off. look good at all. And bro. over the pat the the past couple games, when the defense is is it, like last week when the defense struggled, he got super exposed. The the three games prior to that, there was no there was no adversity, no adversity, bro. Those 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 first three wins, no adversity for Sam. It looked good. He, he was up and down in the Cowboy. He had a terrible game. Then he came back. He looked good in in the comeback attempt, but. Yeah, I, I agree, Colin. I'm I'm gonna leave it with this premise. If McCaffrey comes back and he has a bad game on Sunday, I'm off the meter, bro. I'm gone. It's gonna be all black next week. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. If McCaffrey comes back and this man has a terrible game, all your defenses are gone. You guys can't say anything at this point. He's the same guy that's from the Jets, and it wasn't Adam Gates' fault. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I mean, there's no shame to just admit if he's not the guy. Well, sums it up, right? I mean, that does sum it up. And again, yeah. hey, hey, listen, it's both of these quarterbacks. When we, when we, we not when we bring up Teddy, it's not to prop him up to make it seem like he's a great quarterback. That's not our intention. When we bring Teddy up, we bring Teddy up to prove a point that that y'all all gave us shit last year when we were saying these same things. Y'all was saying how bad Teddy sucked, and ain't nobody saying how bad Sam how bad sucks. Sam sucks. So y'all energy completely changed. That's why we bring up Teddy. It's to prove a point, not to say he's a great quarterback. Let's be clear on that. Because he's not. Like say, like, and I and we said that last year too. It's a matter of the pieces that you put around the guy. Like the reason, and the thing is, Denver's three and two as well. And I know you guys are gonna say that, but look who he's who look who they lost to. They lost to. To, to Baltimore and they lost to, to Pittsburgh. So, you know, it is what it is, man. And, but Teddy ain't turning the ball over in Denver. You know, you can argue that some of it, some of Sam's interceptions cost us the game, but nobody, not even the coach, want to get into that. So, well, you can argue that as well. Because some of the interceptions did cost us the game. Like the ones that he had yesterday, those picks were 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 bad. They weren't, and and he had a clean, an NFL clean pocket on those picks. It wasn't like he was in the rest for that. So let's let's not be out here trying to blame the line for all this shit. You guys need to go back and watch the game. Facts. He he definitely threw some picks from a clean pocket. That's a fact. So everybody talking not, about the pressure. 
he had clean pocket on. You can argue one of the picks he had, he had pressure. The other two were from clean pockets. Yep. And which has been the case. You can go back and look at my good, bad, and ugly. It's all documented, bro. I'm I'm documented. I'm documented, dog. But you know, I'm I'm documented. All right. So here we go. Uh, Dante Jackson, man. I fuck y'all done got me off my block, man. D- Dante was a baller, fam. He was. Dante Jackson. I told y'all another one where I was right. I told y'all Dante Jackson was going to ball out his contract year. Again, I never was a huge Dante Jackson fan. I thought he was always playing out of position due to the fact we had him playing number one cornerback when he shouldn't have been playing number one cornerback. He was always a good, solid number two. And when he doesn't have to play Julio Jones, Mike Evans, and those guys, he was great. And now he's doing just that. Dante Jackson, he had an interception, forced fumble on consecutive drives in the third quarter, which we couldn't capitalize off of. He has six tackles, okay? He has 11 interceptions in his, in his career. Uh, that ties with Deion Grant uh, for the second most picks in a player's first 48 games with the Panthers. So shout out to Dante Jackson. He's balling. He's about to get paid. He he is about to cash in. I don't know if it's going to be from us, but he's about to cash in, bro. He's about to cash in big time. Big time payday incoming for Dante Jackson. He about to get this bag, bro. In, any any thoughts on Dante Jackson, Dave? He's balling, man. He's playing at a Pro Bowl level right now, and we're gonna have to pay him if we want to keep him. A lot of money too. So it'll be interesting. This offseason is gonna be riveting. I will say that, particularly about what we're gonna do with all these cornerbacks. It's gonna be riveting. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We got a lot of Gilmore Horn. All them dudes, it's it's gonna be it's some question marks. We're not loading up for cornerbacks for no reason. And Dante's potentially playing for a contract with another team. So you gotta he's balling out though. He he gonna cash in, fam. He gonna cash in. But shout out to Dante, he's balling. His this this year he is cooking. He is cooking right now. Why why you why would you move him? Why would you move him? I see a lot of look, I, I get that. I get that, but fam, he's balling right now where he is. It's gonna be hard to move him. He's cooking, he's good and run support. He's laying, he's laying the wood. Pause. Okay. He is smacking, dude. This dude is my size. Pause again. But this dude is smacking cats. Mm-hmm. So this. shout out to shout out to Dante, man. Shout out to Dante. Um, special teams block punt. I I'm not I'm not gonna belabor the point. Stock down. They haven't been good. Uh, shot the, the kicker had a good day, but this dude that we got the block punt, which was crucial, uh, to to the L. So, I mean, everybody played their part. A team like my, like Matt Rule said with the coach speak, uh, every, uh, it was a team loss. So that's all I got. I'm not gonna belabor the point. It is what it is. Special teams sucked, and then I got one more. This is views from my section, the fans. And I'm not even going to go to the rant I was going to get into because it's 10 o'clock already. And I do want to give uh, opportunities. People have been asking for the phone lines. I saw it. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Just bear with me. But this was a view from my section. I'm in there with a bunch of Eagles fans talking shit. If you look on this first picture right here, these two dudes right here, I would, yo, they were talking the most shit. 
and I could I couldn't really say nothing. These two cats right here, it was two of these dudes. They were talking the most shit. This dude right here, he was cool. We was talking football. He he was he was realistic. This cat right here, he was he was pretty. Which cool. one? The the one this, with the number one or the one with the, the twenty? Because I can't two, see the twenty. You. The 20. The twenty was the cool one or the one that's talking shit. No, number four. Number he, this is number four jersey, I believe. Number four was which one yeah. was talking? He was shit? cool. No, he was cool. He was cool. This oh. dude in the twenty was talking talking a little bit of shit. But hey, listen, it was a, a section full of. This is section one hundred eight too. Like near the near the near the tunnel, um, a lot of a lot of Eagles fans they came here and took over our shit. So I got to get the fans to stock down, man. It, it sucked. It sucked. It was it was it was tough, but. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even gonna go to. I'm not even gonna go to that rant because we ain't got time. Uh, but it is what it is. All right. So moving on. Sack counter. Uh, six and a half sacks for uh, Hassan Reddick. Three for Brian Burns. Brian Burns been MIA for a couple games. Been getting the pressures, but not quite uh, getting the home. Hopefully we can get it get it fixed and get him going. We know the talent's there. We know dude is talented. He's just not getting home. All right. And we got the game preview coming up. Shout out to One Bar Lopagus. Man, these dudes are great. We linked up with them for um uh for the the draft preview. Yeah, these, these dudes are real cool. So we're gonna be linking up with them uh this week, I think on Wednesday, uh, to discuss this game coming up. Gonna be another tough one. The Vikings are playing good football right now. Mm-hmm. And they got a good they got a good front got four, a good, too. They got a good front four. They got they got a a cornerback that wears single digits, so we got a great one too. All all time great cornerback. Uh, that that uh that wears a single digit number, so we got to be on the lookout for there. Um, all right, so uh, all right, so this is the current standings. Uh, we are still tied for second place. Uh, we do have the tiebreaker on the Saints because we did beat them. Um, uh, but you know we got to start getting some W's, or it could turn the other way. Uh, so so shout out to uh the Panthers. We got to we got to fix this. We got to get we got to get going, man. Springboard game at home against the Vikings. We got to get it right. We got to get going. Hopefully, yeah. C Mac is back and he fixes everything. And it is what it is. All right, so let's get to these phone lines. Uh, let's open this shit up. Uh, let me get a. Um, don't call in just yet. You one second. Yeah, I'm looking at my uh, my underdog man. Jonathan Taylor's gonna cost me. Ain't doing nothing. I need I need fifty six more yards, rushing yards from him. Yeah, he ain't doing nothing. Everybody else is on pace. Pittman's got his five catches, and Mark Andrews only need one more catch for you, bro. He got four catches. Yeah, I need that. I got I got money on that one. Lamar Jackson, he's halfway to his three hundred total yards. Jonathan Taylor's the one that's gonna kill me though. All right, phone lines are now open. Y'all can call in. Phone lines are now open. We we only keep them open for a couple probably. 15 minutes so we're gonna keep the call short couple minutes speak your piece and uh let somebody else get in so phone lines are open man call in damn the Colts are they, kicking the ravens ass they are but that but that's good for you because under. now under uh, no but it's good what's the number for the under mark 46 yeah it could get ugly <laughs> It could now, get ugly. I, if, if what the you Ravens need is a game scoring. flow. I need I need yeah. Frank Reich to be like Matt Rule and just keep running the ball with Jonathan Taylor. But the problem All right, is my bad. Other... My bad. Call coming in. Call, call coming from... in. I wasn't watching. My fault. KB. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. 
KB, what's good, bro? Yo, what's good, guys? What up, man? Hey, man. Rashad, Rashad, bro. What's you up? Killed me. You're my, what's... you're my big picture guy, dude. You're my guy that looks at it from like a macro scale, and you give us fans and and everybody that watches like most like like comforting and most accurate like big picture of like what's going on. And I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come in today and tell everybody kind of. Just calm down and relax a little bit, right? So, you, man, you breaking you breaking up a little bit, up, man. You breaking up a lot. little bit. I'm breaking up here. Let me get off. Hold, hold a second. Hold a second. Yeah, you good? Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear better. me now? Much better. Much better. All right. Cool. All right. Sorry, guys. Hey, basically, I was saying, man, like Rashad's my my big picture guy. You know, you're the guy that looks at everything from like a macro scale, and you you know you you do a good job of of showing us like kind of the state of the carolina panthers from like a big picture right mm -hmm. so i gotta come in here i gotta be mr big picture tonight fair enough so i i'm dude i'm telling you what i'm really not that worried about the panthers bro when you think about it think we're in the second year of our head coach we're in the first year of our new gm all right we've only had two draft classes come in our defense has been revamped two years becoming just like inconsistent garbage a couple players terrible contracts and now we have a good young core on defense man that we're building with a lot of studs and a, and a good culture overall that bit of the good brought to you by my rule um and on the offensive side we have we have stud we have studs everywhere aside from the offensive line like that is literally the only issue we have is the offensive line and you can nip but 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 in a clean pocket is doing very very well and mm. I think we I all fans to remember we're build. We're still a rebuild. And this I think the only people I think really think the people that got mad or, or are really mad right now are the ones that got a little too excited after starting the radio and the ones that did hire Matt Rule from those are the people that are furious right now. But as Panthers as a whole, we all gotta kinda just move down and just realize what we yeah, off of the man but our defense and every criticism we give uh in hard time we give the organization matt rule and, and the gm and stuff for how the offensive line looks and sam Darnold play we give them credit man for how this defense is playing yeah i mean nah so i i, I gotta push back on the on the clean pocket thing because sam has not been good from a clean pocket okay he's never been good from a clean pocket um, he again, he has really? he had yeah, he has issues. Yes, he has issues, bro. His his interceptions came from a clean pocket. His interceptions came from a clean and it again, the pressure does that to you, right? So I'm not saying it's all his mm -hmm. fault, but we can't we can't sit mm -hmm. up here and say that clean pocket Sam is going to be great, Sam, because that is not act that is not true. And I, again, I keep okay, it real. I can see that. I, I keep it, that. I keep it real, bro. I would not lie to you. If mm -hmm. Sam was great from a clean pocket. I would say fixing the offensive mm -hmm. line is going to be the, the just the, the key that, that that just fix everything. But you also see mm -hmm. also you you said I'm the big picture guy, but I'm also a trends mm -hmm. guy too. I follow the trends. Mm -hmm. You have to follow mm -hmm. the trends. You're seeing things go the same route, right? You I, and again, I question what this how this team sees quarterbacks. We've seen it multiple you got two two opportunities to get a guy and you pick, you've chosen two guys 
that are essentially the same guy. Mm -hmm. That yeah, it, it worry, no, big, big picture, big picture, like you said, sh that should worry you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That should worry well, you. What, 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 doesn't, what doesn't worry me, though, is I, I totally understand where you're coming from right there, man. But what, I, what doesn't worry me is at least that the organization, Matt Rule and Scott Fitter, they, they have the same thought processes in terms of value. What do we value more? Do we value Sam Darnold and J.C. Horn, or do we value Slater and whoever, you know, whoever else was going to be our second-string cornerback, you know? Like, like, what do you value more? And they valued Sam Darnold coming in, a young QB with potential. We don't know exactly how high that potential is, how high that ceiling is, um, but we generally know the floor. So surrounding him with more talent, it's just it, it, in terms of value, that I feel like that's what I love the most about Rule and Fitterer is they're getting the most value that they can. That's what I like. That's what gives me optimism. And, yeah, the results, we're not seeing it right this second. We saw it a little bit when we started 3-0. and but now, you know, we're, we've got, we're gone, we lost two in a row. But really, when you break that down, again, it's only us and the Buffalo Bills. Only us and the Buffalo Bills have, are the only two teams in the, in the league that go into halftime and uh, have always been up. We have not, never been down going into halftime. It's coming out in the second half. So, we, so there's nitpicks. There's a lot of nitpicks, and rightfully so, and things that definitely, definitely need to be addressed with the offensive play calling in the second half. But in terms of big scope, big picture, I love what the, Matt Rule's doing. I love what Scott Fitter is doing. And I think I, for the future, we should all be, like, optimistic, man. Like, we just got to find some pieces on this O-line. But it's, I don't that, blame that is, Matt Rule. Matt is, Rule made an educated, you know, you know uh, analysis of, of the value he could get from Slater versus get it from Horn. Bro, I, I feel you, bro. I, listen, I feel you. But you you got you if you're not questioning some of these these and, and again if this was a slow build like if this was all right we we're gonna slow build it and we just gonna we're gonna make it happen and and go slow and 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 pick up a couple here we're gonna build through the draft and and that's cool but I mean, mm -hmm. what the, yo mm -hmm. them going out and getting a Gilmore and going out and getting a CJ Henderson mm -hmm. does not signal slow mm -hmm. you this signals win now. That's yeah, what that yeah. that tell, no, and you, I, what you and what you're putting think, out there, and and then so so what that happens again? This is the bigger picture coming in. When you open that window, and you start getting aggressive, and the product doesn't match what you put on the field, you're digging mm -hmm, yourself mm -hmm. deeper into a hole. Mm -hmm. So that when you're mm -hmm. aggressive like that, you've got to be able to match the product with what you're what you're portraying. Mm -hmm. And that's that. No, I'm, 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 totally I'm, what you're saying. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about that. That's what makes me nervous. Mm -hmm. No, I feel you, man. No, I, de I definitely feel you there. That I, I, it's almost like we're, 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 we're trying to pry open that door sooner yep. than it should be. Exactly. I kind of see what you're saying. It's exactly. like that door's not ready to be opened. It's but, not ready. But we're, but I, I think that also sets a, a set a tone and sets a culture in the locker room. And I think that is a, it's the same is while I totally agree hundred percent what you just said about we're opening that door a little bit too early. We might be setting ourselves up for failure. I think that this is the first off season. This is the first off season. We have cap room. I mean, we got to remember, go, go back the last decade and we've had to deal with Marty Herney cap issues. And this is the first year where we have a substantial amount of cap to actually go out and get, and get good quality uh, free agents. Right. 
So I think that that same mentality about prying that door open uh, when it's not quite ready yet is a, is a big signal. It's a big, big signal to the rest of the league saying, Hey, we're he- we're here to compete. We're going to do every we can, everything we can to win every single season. You know, we're not slow building anything. Come to us. Uh, if you haven't considered coming to Charlotte before, you should do it now. And I think that's what they're trying to do is create a culture of, of we don't care who's on our roster. We're going to fight and compete, you know, game in, game out, every season in, season out. So I think, I think that's the, the tone and the culture they're trying to set because we have, a, like, you, like you've done, and you're amazing, you know, salary cap videos, bro, which everybody needs to go check out. It'll give you a good perspective of where the Panthers are where they might be going but I think they're definitely going to make some big moves in free agency this coming year and I think they want that culture you know there all right we'll we'll see I agree listen if they make the right moves this this team could be successful moving forward uh Mm -hmm. again we we got a ways to go we got a ways to go um that this offensive line it worries me and again I do project bro and that's that's the Mm -hmm. thing I I look towards the future I see this and and when you look at this when you look Mm -hmm. at this offensive line class Bro, it's mm-hmm. not what it was last year. So that's what makes me nope. that's why I'm 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 getting anxious because there is no Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. There is no dude, there's no Penny mm-hmm. Sewell. Those guys, I mean, Evan Neal is great. Uh, Evan Neal is great, bro. And I think if you can get him, maybe your problem solved. But that's after that, it gets real shaky. There is no other like after that, you take a <laughs> chances. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what makes me nervous. Yeah. Like, oh, and yeah. you're not you're not gonna trade for one. Offensive lines are built no. good ones. Good offensive linemen are found in the draft and they are kept for a reason. Mm-hmm. You don't Scott Fitter mm-hmm. said it. You can't go out there and find oh, yeah. offensive line. They're not giving them away. It doesn't work that way. They're not even so, they're not even they're not even trading away their backups. He said they're every team's holding facts. on to even their backup. Facts. Yeah. Facts. So no, yeah. I no, I, I feel you, man. Well, hey, I, that's enough big picture talk. I'll I'll just say something real quick about you know the micro and then I'll get off here sure. and let other people get sure, on sure. it. But I'll just say, you know. Yeah, our our immediate focus, I think, it really it comes down to play calling for me. I mean, I think Joe Brady, I'm fine with the dink and dunk offense. You know, uh, I'm fine with that. Trying to trying to you know pick, pick the right matchups to to attack and everything. And we again, we do have a very 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 young roster, but uh, I think the play calling really set us up for failure. I mean, it's almost you, uh, the offensive line. We know that's a certain. It's bad. <laughs> We know we, but you can't blame that every single game when we've won games with the same O line. So what was the what was the the difference in this loss to the Eagles? And I think it was play calling. And and it, yes, it might be O line is always going to be bad for every game the rest of the season. Okay, and they're going to have some good games and bad games. But that play calling, I mean, Robbie Anderson's right. You should hit him on the double move. You should hit that double. Move. You should hit that double move in the Cowboys game. Hell, you had Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. I think that was the uh, callers for the game. But you had the announce the commentators for that game even saying, "Why aren't the Panthers running a double move?" You got Trayvon Diggs sitting on every route. Like they even called it out. Like, bro, you got to run some more double moves. And maybe they don't trust the O line to protect Sam that long. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Yep, but um, I, I definitely think the play calling needs to get better. And um, and just hopefully Sam doesn't get shook and start seeing ghosts again. Um, but uh, I love what the defense is doing, man. And all credit to Matt Rule for for putting that together. Um, so, all right, man. I'll, I'll hop off and let some other guys get on. Appreciate you. All right, man. Appreciate the call, on. bro. All right, boss. Dave, you want to jump in there? I almost ended nah. the damn show. My bad. No, no, no. I was close, man, like... close to hitting. The, I was this close to hitting the end, end broadcast button. My fault. 
No, nah, no. Nah, but the thing is, man, I, you know, I, I think folks need to really, like, I think we're out here trying to give Sam a pass and the fan base, and we shouldn't do that. We got to make him accountable like we make everybody else accountable. Yep, go ahead, Dave. Oh, shit, Hector's back. Hold on, hold on, Hector. Go ahead, Dave, finish your thought. No, no, I'm good. That was it. I finished. Hector, what's good, bro? Yo, what's up, Panther Nation? Hector, man, we ain't heard from you in a minute, bro. What's good, man? Yeah, I've been been busy with football. How's your football? How how your football season going, man? It, it's good. It's good. Undefeated, right? Nah. Took some L's. We're talking way off that. Just like the Panthers, it's all good, man. You you good though? <laughs> yeah. How, 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 what's what's good, man? What what's what's your uh what's you call about? But we're um we're over here talking about how J C Horn and Rashawn Slater and all that, but we're not talking about how. There's a starting lineman that we passed up on in the sixth round. Trey Smith. Trey Smith. Yes. That is a lineman that was in the sixth round, and he is he is playing for the Chiefs. He is um reliable right now, and our player that we picked over him, I don't think he's even playing. Thomas Fletcher, the long snapper, is on IR. And Deontay Brown. Yeah, and then J.J. Johnson is still playing at a good level. We haven't heard his name once. Yeah. Yeah, it's missed opportunity there. That concerns me. And then on the offense, we're talking about how Christian McCaffrey, this offense is built around him. But you also have um, Terrace Marshall, which every time he gets the ball, he is getting yards. Yes, yeah, and, and Sam Sam missed them wide open too. Yes, and Terrace Marshall, he's he's playing well every time he gets the ball, but we're not using him to his to our advantage, and that's a missed opportunity by us, especially since the the defense already has DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson to worry about, and now maybe CMC comes back. We should be using Terrace Marshall to his full capacity. If he if it's available, I I I don't disagree. I agree one hundred percent, Hector. Yeah, I agree, man. Yes, and then every time we're in a short situation, we're giving it to McCaffrey, and it's up the middle, and I do not like that. Christian McCaffrey isn't a big guy who's gonna get you those yards by going over people, and with our O line, that is not the situation we have. We should do more pitches, which is what's getting us more yards yeah. whenever we do it. Yeah, I will, I will say in this game, we did get out on the edge a little bit more. Uh, I, I did like that. I agree with you. We ran to the left a lot, ran behind Taylor Moten, uh, and that did get some success. So I don't – I don't. yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, running up the middle has proven to be uh, not something that we've been good at, uh, especially in those those third and shorts. But that's why we, we drafted Deontay Brown and – we not seeing him. You would think Deontay Brown on a third and goal or a third and short or fourth and fourth and one, you just put him in the game, let him run somebody over. But that's just me speaking. Now I'm just a YouTuber. But go go ahead. Keep go ahead. You're doing good, Hector. Yes. What else what, what else you got? That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. And then I want to talk about this defense. We are playing at the elite level up front with Hassan Reddick and Brian Burns. And 
that's what I said before the season. I remember I said, told you guys that if they are putting Hassan Reddick on that that sheet, we would be among the top, and I was right. Yep. Yep, agreed. Defense is playing well. Yeah. And then we need to start – Joe Brady needs to stop, stop um, playing the same – from the first half to the second half because we are scoring in the first half and in the second half we're just breaking down and they're getting to us. Yep. Yeah, it's good points. All good points. Anything else? You got anything else? That's all I wanted to say, but the defense is doing great and I really like how it's looking. All right, Hector, man, it's good hearing from you, brother. I hope you're doing good in school and all that, and I hope you uh, hope you do better in your next game. Get this, get that W, and let me know how yeah. it goes. Send us all a right. film or something so we can watch you. All right. Have a good one, Hector. Yeah. All right, bro. Hector. Hector's the man. Hector been watching the show for a minute, bro. Uh, he's young. Uh, he plays football. I think he – what? I think he's Quarterback, like, right? Yeah, quarterback. I think he's probably like uh, I don't know, probably what, 13, eleven or, th- or twelve or thirteen right now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how old he is. All right. Uh, Call from last one, man. JD To accept, press one. Yo, what up? Yo, hey, what's, up, what's good? What's good, bro? Uh, hear me? Yep. Yeah. Sound good. Hey, what's good? What's good? Um, yo, I, um. It's, Justin, JD, I've been on the uh, C3 yep. Friday free for all. Yep. Yo, um, I wanted to call in, uh, get my opinion on, on Sunday's game. Sure. Like as as you guys have already said, and many other fans have, have pointed out, the defense did their job. Like defense was on point. Um, they brought their A game. Our offense, and it's 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 been this way since the start of the season. The offense has been struggling. And it's seemingly getting worse, and I'd imagine because as the season goes on, teams are able to get film on them, on you, see what your tendencies are, see what it is that you're doing, and shit like like uh, the corner from the Eagles said, they sitting on our routes. It, it, it doesn't matter who you got out there at wide receiver shit. We can have uh, Megatron and and you name any of them. If they know where you're running, it's easy for the cornerback to just sit there and. and like I'm, I, the the thing I'm wanting to ask you guys is what combination of blame and what exactly is it going to take for this offense to get right this this season? Because like Sam's interceptions, you got to put that on him, his decision making. But at the same time, it's like the his, if he doesn't throw this pass, then he holds onto the ball and he takes a sack. Offensive line isn't necessarily giving him all the time in the world uh, to run through his progressions. He's getting sacked a lot, so that's probably speeding up what he's what he's trying to do. And then Brady's not calling plays to take advantage of his receiver skill set. Mm-hmm. And when he does, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around what combination of it is actually like Sam not being able to do something versus the coaches not putting them in a proper – like putting the team in a position to actually succeed. Like yeah, when you I, take your right tackle and switch on the left. Yeah. Like – Yeah. No, no, I, I think yeah. you got a great point. I, I think a lot of a lot of the fan base is struggling with that, right? Because I, I mean, I don't have the answers, but what I will say is that good. Look, listen, there is no 
offensive coordinator that has everything they want from a personnel standpoint. Everybody right. has a weakness they have to scheme around. All right. We we bitch and moan about our offensive line, but there ain't too many elite offensive lines in the NFL. They all got problems. Everybody's got offense. Some are worse than others. But what happens is good offensive coordinators are able to scheme around said bad offensive line. They're able to get their guys the football, get their weapons. I guarantee you what other team – yo, fam, because you said it too. And, again, our offense has struggled, bro. Like, Christian McCaffrey, we got some Ws. But you're absolutely right. This defense has hit a lot of some of the struggles that were occurring even when we were getting Ws. Right, even when we were able to get W's, this offense has still struggled, right? Yep. And so that's been overlooked. And what I'm saying is that good offensive coordinators have to find a way to get the football to their playmakers. That's it, it's it, it's I know it sounds simple, but it's really just that get your playmaker. It, the, uh, everybody, like, listen, I how many offensive coordinators wish they had. A Christian McCaffrey, a Robbie Anderson, a DJ Moore, a Terrace Marshall. There All ain't you, you can't name you can't name too many teams that have a better group of skill positions than that. So, you gotta like, find a way to get them to so I'm if you my bad. I'm mean last time I'll cut you off. But for me, I'm looking at the offensive coordinator. For me. And it right. it, it starts there, bro, to me. Right, so like, like what you saying, and I agree with you because, like, as I'm watching the game, it, like, so Sam Darnold is a Carolina Panther. He's a quarterback for Carolina Panthers, so I'm rooting for this man. Facts. And I see him like he went out through three interceptions, but in the back of my head, I was like, I, I, I want to blame him, but at the same time, I was like, bro, I've seen Cam have a terrible game and throw three picks, and like, Cam was still my quarterback. It so, for all the hype that Brady got, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put it, I don't want to state it in a manner that makes it seem like I'm trying to take blame off of Sam because Sam's faults are Sam's faults. Right. But at the same time, in my head, I'm like, run plays, run plays, put the put the guys in the position to succeed. Um, yep. like with CMC last year when he went down, they started using utilizing Curtis as a running back along with his wide receiver duties. Like, you don't think that you could do the same thing with CMC? You don't think you can just put him out there on the field and have him essentially be a decoy so you can get other scheme other guys open? For all the hype that Brady got coming into the league, they were talking about how he's going to be the next Sean McVay. And I've been extremely dis- – like, forget how Teddy played last year. I've been more disappointed with the scheming that Brady has been coming up with than anything. Like yeah. you were supposed, they they talk about he's getting head head coaching job offers, and I ain't seen a damn thing to warrant that he he should be getting it. Facts. So I'm like I said, I I'm I'm torn because I'm watching the game, and even last week and and the the weeks prior too, Sam didn't play a perfect game, so I'm questioning his his intangibles, I guess his his uh on field intellect. But then I'm like, okay, but our offensive line is, is shit. So should I give him a pass? And then I see the plays, and it's like, Brady will have a nice one, like the uh, play to Tremble, the touchdown pass to Tremble. I was like, mm-hmm. that's dope. But where the fuck is that at in the second half? Yeah. 
it's it adjust. You got to adjust. I, I I agree with you. I, it's it's difficult. It's it's a difficult conundrum for Panther Nation because I agree with you, bro. You don't want to throw Sam Donald completely under the bus. Like we know who he kind of is, who he is. But at the same time, yeah. we've we've got we've got two years, oh, a year and a half, going on a year and a half worth of information from two different quarterbacks. And there's there's yep. one there's one constant, right? Yep. There's one it, constant. It, it, and, and as as I'm listening to you guys' show and the uh, previous caller um, prior to Hector, as I'm listening, it made me realize they I don't think they want an alpha. Like, there's nobody in the NFL that would say Cam's not an alpha. I don't think they want an alpha type quarterback. Like, they don't. It is 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 extremely frustrating because this team would be like I, I again as I. I was one of those people last year that was giving Teddy shit, but I was giving him shit for his his attitude after the game. Like I I was honestly his play on the field, I wasn't upset with it. Like he left some plays out there, but at the same time, I was like, bro, he he's he's he he's not terrible. Um, I, at this point, it's just like I feel like the Panthers, even with the defense being what it is, I feel like we're gonna end up turning to a quarterback carousel. Yep. And it is is annoying because it's the worst night again, like even, even with all this being said, I'm thinking like because I've said it many times before, we need to get a better OC. But then that would kind of set Sam back because oh he had one year with Brady and now we got a new OC. And not only just them that's gonna set the offense back, but if they can't get their shit together, when's the best time to move on from them? And is Rule even gonna pull the trigger like cause he brought Brady to the NFL, like, is he going to be coach enough to be like, hey, dude, you ain't, getting your, you ain't doing your job. We got to cut bait. I don't know, bro. I I, I feel you. It, it, all those scenarios go through my head, too. You are not alone in the way you feel. I, we all feel the same way. We all This is like a therapy session because we all feel the Very same much. way. We don't know. We don't know who to blame. Like, we we don't know. And well, I, I know we, who to blame. I know who we, to blame. Dave said he know to blame. Hold, but hold on real quick, Dave. But you you got anything else before I let you go? Nah, that, that's, hey, I appreciate you guys letting me call in and everything. Love the show. Keep pounding. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. Keep pounding. All right, Dave, go ahead. Oh, I know who to blame. Coach that. Who to blame. Okay. Coach, coach that. Like, I mean, we just saw one coach leave after just a couple of years into the into his contract. So don't be shocked when somebody else can. You know, but yeah, man, the coach staff. I mean, like, you know, I, I'll keep my message consistent. You know, part of the reason why I didn't give Teddy to as much heat as he probably should have gotten is because I thought that the coach staff isn't wasn't doing their part, and we're seeing know. that. I, I don't know, dude. It's it's, it's, it's tough. I, I'm not Tepper's got to Tepper Tepper's got to make a decision. And uh, you know, I saw I saw you speak at the town hall yesterday, man. Yeah, I was in there. Yeah, I was in there for a bit. I was I was in the town hall. I got up there for a couple of minutes. Uh, that that town hall was dope, though. I think I like that. I like the town hall. So if you're not on Twitter, they got a town hall that happens. Panthers town hall. Uh, it'd be about a couple hundred people in there. Panthers fans just talking shit, hopping on the mic. It's it's dope. Super fun. Super fun. Yeah. So, but the, the bottom the bottom line is. Is that I guess uh shout out to Sheena. Sheena Quick was in there and she said some interesting things about like I missed that. What did she yeah, say? Yeah, 
there was one thing about um, when they made a decision to trade for Darnold, they made that decision after they went to Justin Fields Pro Day. Like, they didn't start the trade talk discussions with Darnold until then. Hmm. So they saw something at the Pro Day that made them decide that, yeah, we're good. We're going to go ahead and go get Sammy or Matt. So that was interesting. And and I guess uh, Carolina, the other, yeah, I can't remember, my, her name's escaped me right now from Carolina Blitz, uh, who does the Vashney. podcast with Vashney. Yeah, so Vashney was talking about how, like, you know, historically when it comes to losses like this, Tepper makes phone calls. So we'll see. Not surprised. Not Tepper, surprised. Tepper, that's Tepper that's make- what happened. And see, that's that's another that's another thing we ain't really we ain't really talk about. And I don't know yeah. if we got time to get into all that. But once that pressure, yo, it heads about to start moving, bro. Yo, we 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 start losing. Tepper ain't got no patience, fam. I, yo, it's funny because like shout out to Pat. Pat did his Monday morning clarity, Pat Culture, and he did his Monday morning clarity, and and, and I was in there. And he was talking about how like I don't know how Tepper's gonna handle. It. I was like, yo, Tepper has no patience, bro. Tepper no patience. Not. He so when everybody keeps saying overrule oh, get another year, I don't see I like if we don't really have some legitimate turnaround, I don't see it. And I don't know why you guys don't think he has patience. You guys think he has patience when he's already shown you in four yeah, years that he does listen, not. And listen, we gotta stop it with that seven million dollar contract. But that this the coach's numbers don't don't count towards the salary cap. You can cut them dues, and 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 it could be is it is what it is. So the seven million or ten million for whatever it is, that money for the coaches ain't shit. So that's nothing. It's nothing to get rid. Well, of I mean, we just we on. just we just saw that. Well, luckily the Raiders don't have to pay for Gruden's contract because he resigned. But but the thing is, you don't have to. But I mean, listen, man, we we want the Panthers to be great, man. Like I and that's what makes it more. That's what makes it frustrating, is because you got this great defense, and you got um. Yes. I, I think, think, yeah, I, absolutely. That. Yeah, I think that's the other part where I think it's not po- impossible to see them move on from him to give Federer an opportunity to bring in his own head coach. Like, I don't think I think that's something that we're not stating enough. We got to we we did it backwards. We hired a coach before the GM. Yep. So, but uh, but yeah, but going back to us, this that's what makes it so frustrating, right? Because KB was right. Like, we got a great defense. Things looked; they were looking to point in the right direction, but then, you know, we've we've seen this before as Panthers fans. We've seen this this before, and you start to see and you look at what's going on, and you like, "Fuck, this is happening again." Different quarterback, same same coaches. It's the same offense. Good good defense, and if the defense isn't balling, like we we're screwed. We're screwed. And I know we could be better than that, bro. I know we got the talent. It's not a talent thing. I'm offensive line is the talent thing, but it, we got a lot of weapons, <laughs> and you can't. You you got to be better than this, bro. You got to be better than this, man. You got to be better than this. But I, I don't know where it's gonna go. Listen, I, I'm I'm hoping for the best, bro. I'm trying not to be. I, I want to be positive. I want to come in here and be and be positive, shot and. Come in here and give y'all all the great things, but it's hard. They're making it hard, bro. Pause. They're making it real hard. Through different quarterback, and then, and then, 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 once you start getting into this, you start processing all the shoulda, coulda, woulda, and I hate that too. 
I, I hate doing that. I hate being that guy. This but is you, tough. you all, you all get into the shoulda, coulda, wouulda's, and then you start saying, "Oh, we shoulda did that, and we shoulda did this." And then there it is. And I hate being that dude, man. Now it'll be interesting, man. I think everybody's talking about what's going to happen to coaching staff, but the reality is, people are like, "Well, let's let Brady go," but that's not going to happen, man. Tepper specifically handpicked Brady. Like, I don't think that's discussed enough. Tepper handpicked him. And, and, and probably paid him a, a, a really good lump sum of money to be his assistant offensive coordinator. No, nah, no, man. But we're, 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 we got to bounce back, bro. We got to bounce back on Sunday. A win. Listen, at the end of the day, winning cures all, right? We were 3 0 and shit was high. We was, we was riding high. Mm-hmm. We get punched. Them out twice in a row, and we start having flashbacks. We got PTSD as Panther, as Panther fans, mm-hmm. so we got to get these W's, bro. We got to get these W's, man. And this this Vikings game, what are, what are the Vikings right now? What's their record? They're like two and three, I think. That's it. Yeah, but they they lost to some tough teams, dude. They lost. Yeah, I know. They, I know they played. I know they played some tough teams. Yeah, they 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 had a tough schedule. So let's not be like that's it. Be like that's it. No, I'm just saying. I I thought they were because they were playing such good football. I thought they were better. Nah, they just they 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 had some t- they had a tough schedule. Like they've played some tough teams. Yeah, they're, like, they're two and three. Yeah, they're two and three. They they lost to the Cardinals by a point. That was a hell of a game too. They lost to the Cardinals. They lost to the Bengals by a field goal. Um, they beat Seattle. They lost to they lost to Cleveland, and they beat Detroit. The Lions was a close game, but that's a divisional game. So that's a divisional game. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna count that. But they destroyed Seattle though. Hmm. So but they, it's, they it's going to be a close game. I they think play, it's gonna they be play some tough teams, bro. Let it's me not going to be an easy game. It's not going to be an easy game, but it's it's most certainly winnable. Let's let's start there. This is a winnable game. We shouldn't just be laying down for them. No, this we're not going to be a winnable game. We only lay down in one quarter. The third. We can't afford to have the same third quarter pause we've had all this other time. Otherwise, it's going to be ugly. Yeah, that's this is a great question. Is Dalvin Cook playing? I know he's been out. It's looking like he might be playing. It doesn't matter. Madison's not a slouch. Yeah. Yeah, Alexander Madison's not yeah, a slouch. They, they've, they've been balling without him, you know, so you're right. You're Alexander, right. Alexander, no, I got him in fantasy. Alexander Madison is no slouch. That's the only way. And that's you the still got no players because of fantasy. And then you got Adam Thielen. And you still got Adam Thielen's there. You got you got Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, yeah, he's a baller, bro. Yo, they got good receivers over there too. This is gonna be. T- I think this is. Let let me just say this: going into the game, this is gonna be the toughest test for our secondary. Tougher than Dallas? Oh, Dallas didn't. They ran the football on us. They didn't really throw. They didn't even try to throw it. They didn't even want. They didn't want to throw it. They I turned mean, around and handed shit off. Then get, Amari, get to it. Amari I think, got it. Amari got a long play pass. Yeah, but that was it. Like I'm telling Dave. Let me. I'm telling you, this game is going to be the toughest test for our secondary, bro. I'm telling you, Dallas wants to run the football, and they did that. But so they does didn't really get off. So does trust Minnesota. Me. Dave, trust me on this, bro. Trust me on this. Wow, what a catch by Mark Andrews. Trust me on this. Trust me on this, Dave. This is going to be the tough test, toughest test thus far for the Panthers. Uh, you know- in the in the secondary. You know what? You know what I need now, man. I need, I need Jonathan Taylor to run for 20, 21 more yards, bro. I need that immediately. Now I already lost mine because Wentz, Wentz, damn, got three hundred twenty nine pass yeah, yards. Nah, and Latavius Murray sucks too. I need Wentz to get one more completion, and I need 
Taylor to get 21 more yards. And what's he going to get? A buck 20? $500. Shit. I put a $25 five pick. Underdog fantasy right there. Underdog fantasy right there. Only on underdog fantasy can you flip 25 to 500. Yep. Go over there, sign up using PNP. Yep. So we got two out of the five that's closed out. But I'm worried about the receptions between Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown, but I'm fine with that. Even if it ends up being a push, I can still win 250 because they'll just take the push off and it'll be 10x. But I need Jonathan Taylor to get 21 more yards rushing, bro. They, that should, has to they should be running the football. No, the problem is there's three of them damn running backs. There's Hines, there's Mac. That's the yo, this is killing me. Like this I'll be out great, here looking for number 28. This is a great question, Dave. Are you selling high on Don Coin? I already sold on Don Coin as soon as he started three and I sold I sold a decent chunk. Oh, you game. sold in. You sold in. I sold a damn, couple. You cashed I, sold, out? I cashed some of it out. And then I'm gonna then I, you know, I, I gave some of the underdog fantasy. You know what I'm saying? I cashed some of that out. I got a little bit left. It's just not nearly as much as what I had upon the allocation that I built towards the season. But I got What's a question up? for you, man. What's up? What offensive packages will we hide during the preseason? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. I don't know. They was hiding the package. But all right, we got to get out of here. It's, this is a late show. I got to go to work in the morning. But I'll holler at y'all, man. Uh, hey, keep pounding. Hey. Make sure you support us on Underdog, my bookie. Use the code PNP when you sign up on both. Like I said, only on Underdog can you flip flip twenty five into five hundred like Dave is about to do right now. Well, we well no, I need twenty one more yards. Yo, Don't do not. It. My bad. I need bad. I need twenty one more yards. My bad. All right, the- we getting out of here, man. Keep pounding, and we're gonna see y'all on Wednesday, I believe. Stay tuned. Hit the subscribe button, notification bell, so you know when we going live. That's when you'll catch uh, our preview with One Bar and Lapagus. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings YouTubers. Uh, but that being said, man, listen, we're going to try – from th- last week is over. From this point on, we're putting that shit behind us. Positive. Positive going into, into, into week six, all right? I think that we, can, we can beat the Vikings, bro. We can beat yeah, the Vikings, man. Beat this is a winnable game. Let's turn it around. Keep pounding. All right, Still around with the out, boys. Go one ahead. more thing. Tomorrow, since we're not doing the, the game preview tomorrow, 8 o'clock, Fantasy Focus – it's bye week time. Talk about these waivers. All right? All right, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace out, man.